Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We still away on Stalin's plane this week with possibly the worst World War II movie ever made. <laughs> Mikhail Chiargil's Eastern Front propaganda epic, <laughs> The Fall of Berlin. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. Hello. Mike B. Zdravstvujte, <laughs> <laughs> And Nate. My only mission is to produce dead sauerkrauts. <laughs> okay, good. That wasn't just my translation. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what, well, mine was delayed by about thirty seconds, so that was fun. Mine so would anyway. go back and forth. It would be synced, and then it, sometimes it would go ahead, and then sometimes it would go backwards. Oh yeah, yeah. it was like oh. it was like it was exactly the same plot I had with um uh oh shit, what's the war one? Uh, film that we that we did that I had the subtitle trouble one that the, narrows it down oh, many sh- wars ago, many wars ago no <laughs> although that one had subtitle trouble too but yeah, yeah no yeah, um, that's the one I remember um, that trouble. no the black and white one that Brian loves um with the planes the the dude with one hand and eyes and gloves oh, um, and the grand burning. illusion the grand illusion that was it okay. where I had to battle the subtitles too um yeah this one wasn't as bad with like the three second delay to what was said but. It was hard it to kind of keep terrible. up. Yeah. Well, we're we're not here to to review the um, the subtitles. We're here to review the overall movie. Th- Even though that you, guy Michael. was probably thank shot you. by Stalin, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so, the yeah. translation. Mikhail, yeah. yes, he's, he's fucking great. Blinko Prison, cell thirty two. <laughs> you know? so. But uh, I'm glad we were able to do this because this is one I've wanted to do for a while. Uh, yes, oh, Michael this, has been this asking for this doing? for at least a year. <laughs> I think uh, this is, yes. I might this have is... pushed Brian. Yeah, I I have the text to prove that I was. He's not got the, the one receipts. That... Yeah. So yes, I do. Michael's the one that wanted to do this one. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. Next time, next time we meet in person, you're getting a really hard cock punch. <laughs> All right. I'll be no mercy. For it. No mercy. He's going to punch you like he punched the whist and FDR's face. You know, I don't, I don't blame you for it because I had seen clips of this movie before. I'd never seen the whole thing through, and watching the whole thing from beginning to end, both parts of it, was, uh, it was a fucking chore to get through. Yeah, I have a lot to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's, but at the same say, though, time, I was. I was very entertained by the so bad in a so bad it's good kind of way. It's uh, okay. That's very <laughs> funny to me. It's very interesting. I mean, one of the hardest things was to come up with the the right tagline for this episode because I was like, "Do we head to the best steel mill in Russia?" Like, no. What, like, you know, there's so that's many things like, you that's can how make you get fucked in, in the Soviet stuff. Union. Like, I mean, well, get fucked like you know with pussy, not like you know. I'm talking actual like you get laid by. Being the best worker in the best steel mill in Russia. No, you toss the kids well, into well, the metal pit because that's what you do when you take no, a teacher. They didn't toss them in the metal pit. They're the really standing five mill. feet away and not sweating. Or you know, steel only only melts at thirty eight hundred fucking degrees. Oh, no, don't go. Well, listen, don't the go. real reason here is that Mike, you know, Mike B just doesn't understand how many meters can be done in an hour. He hasn't set the world record yet. Square meters. Square meters. Tor- no, square, I don't. I don't know. Meters, you know. I don't know. So. 
I don't well, know. Well, that's why. Well, then, oh, it's too hot. Well, then maybe your production quotas are too low. Maybe she get a little hotter than Bud. It's because God you know? Stalin wasn't there on his wall talk, you know, trying to push him through. His right. That's progress. one thing I, I noticed in the steel mill. There was no pictures of the fucking fearless leader Stalin. They're in that's, the office. When in they the go office. In, when the office, oh, there's yeah. pictures well, of Len. Also, you Mike, have the, Mike the, come on. Come on. It's, it's not, it's not the on the fucking or angles? It's on the floor. I, okay. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Um, if you look at a lot of older photos of like Soviet buildings and stuff, I think I have a fire alarm on. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> that's why there's like <laughs> sounds familiar. The, yeah. The, the, the photos are angled, like they're like looking down on them. And you always today, like in Russia, you see like the you know state photos like you know against the wall. But <laughs> do if, you, if you look at it back then, they're like do you know, know, looking yeah. down at do you. Do you, do you know why? Are you being facetious right now, Brian? No. Like you're a historian, I respect you because you know a lot yeah. of. No, it's it's not because they were angling down. It's because they were hanged on the wall with one wire and one hook. And okay, if you look, no. I've hung a lot of fucking things in my life. No, no, but like that—that's how I've never hung a painting to stare at a dog. And this is exactly what okay. they did in like this whole dude. You also thing. were born in fucking the late twentieth century, right? No, back then, seriously, like uh, paintings and shit were hanged on the walls by like a wire that would angle them down at probably like a 20 degree angle. It's not like they're looking down on you. It's just, that's the way pictures and paintings and shit were hanged. I know that face of Brian. I'm watching. I'm watching to see what he says. Yeah. He, he, I he totally disagree, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> so, you know. Dude. Okay. You can totally <laughs> well, disagree. Let's look at, fo- we'll look at forties photos of uh, like Western, you know, okay. Western. This, this is not photos. Western though. Is this it? This is where the podcast Yeah, it's because it's communism apart. and they're staring is down into Stalin's you. looking <laughs> down at the floor. If he's looking down at the wall, this is where it all goes to shit. There's a this very, when everything each... fucking just goes to town is when <laughs> Stalin's looking at the floor or the fucking wall. Which... <laughs> really? Fair enough. Fair His enough. His eyes enough, are Nate. digging into your back. You know, so fair enough. I want to know though, because we always do this when every episode where we go around and kind of give our little spiel um, about our initial thoughts. I want to hear what yet. everyone. That's well, I know problem. we haven't yet. That I want to know. Like, let's let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you, you Mike, I mean, I mean, you go. What? No, no, no. Hey, penis, you go first. <laughs> okay, fine. You go first. Yeah, and then you nominate whoever else. You so, yeah. brought okay, this fine. hell right. upon us. You fucking endure it. Yeah, right. you're, you're responsible you, for this. Hey, Mister Churchill, <laughs> break through the second front. Come on, uh, let's you. Go. Not you. No, no, no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, sorry, I'm talking to FDR. You're talking to me. Come over on, here, FDR. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. talking to FDR. But like, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I'll be Brian. Stalin. Nate will be Ribbentrop. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like you can't watch this movie, you know, and not. You know, just just know that it's a propaganda cartoon, basically. And uh, it's one of those things to where, like, you need to know what it is before you watch it. Otherwise, you are going to be extremely confused and, you know, don't understand, you know, what, what the, what, you know, not quite get the gist of it. Like, if you didn't know what the time, what time this was made in, where it was made, the circumstances, all that. So, um but yeah, like I say, it's for me. It's very interesting just to watch it for like you know a uh, from from like what what that that society that time period all that stuff and uh, what that all was what they were trying to accomplish back then. You know what people's attitudes were about this subject matter. I mean, like I know a lot of you know of what the United States uh, what their views on World War II and stuff were back in the the post war era. 
you know, late forties, early fifties. It's really interesting to kind of see what the Soviets, <laughs> how the Soviets viewed it. And, um, but it is baffling and obtuse and, uh, ridiculous and, um, you know, uh, it, it, very baffling. Uh, so, uh, I can't say it's, it's good. It does a good job really at anything. Um, but like I say, it is, it's like watching a train crash, you know, you just, you can't look away sometimes. So <laughs> is there a train crash recently? <laughs> uh, a few of them. Yes. Um, how vinyl chloride of you. No, I, um, I should have said a car crash. It's like watching a car crash. Oh wait, there's too many of those too soon, right? Yeah, like those. those well, it's always too day. soon, as, Mike. It's yeah, always as, too soon. As Les says, well, too soon. Well, too soon. Too soon. Um, too soon. But anyway, I'm gonna. I want to hear what uh, what what Mike has to say about this. <laughs> um. So I, I knew this was going to be like sort of a dumpster fire when I went into it, right? I warned you. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> you I didn't believe me, dude. It was we like we didn't even tell you about the part three we're about to watch. <laughs> There's a part no. three. Oh my god. No. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Death of Stalin. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Roosh, there, there's no Roosh. fucking way I'm watching Roosh. part three. Um. So, um, this. I've seen a lot of shitty, like, U.S. films from that point in time. I've seen a lot of, like, just retarded war films in general, right? Like, really bad, where I'm like, okay, whatever. This one has to take the fucking cake. <laughs> it is... Why the fuck is my webcam... Yes, interrupt Sorry. your lecture. Sorry, they can't see yes. more it, mad. Inter, inter, no, interrupt your lecture on a podcast that's audio only about your video webcam. Yeah, but I know what you look like. I can, I, there, yeah, I know. It got, but like, it got a little better. There. It didn't. Feed off the anger yes, of the webcam. Yes. Keep going. Yeah, no, so I am angry for you guys. <laughs> you guys all making me fucking waste almost two and a half hours of my life. Scuttlebutt. This, we waste our time so you don't have to. <laughs> Yeah, we're fucking heroes. (laughs) We're fucking heroes in that aspect. But, like, no, it's like, dude, this was... Like, okay, it's funny, the whole, like, people joke on the Soviet Union for making shitty everything, because they did. They just copied shit and made it cheaper. It's like, well, this is, what, 49, right? Yeah, 49, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the most egregious shit film of any subject in World War II that I've ever fucking seen. And they tried to cover so much of like, oh, Mother Russia, Great Patriotic War, you know, we did this. They didn't cover any of the actual battles that got them ahead. They didn't cover how. It was just all, Stalin, you know, let's jerk this fucking dude from Georgia with with a nasty mustache off. And it's like the fucking... The cinematography, the editing, everything just was absolutely horseshit. I mean, the, just absolutely horseshit. Yeah. Nate, yeah, what do you want to say? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I was going to have you keep going because I haven't ha- I haven't done my intro, so I'll do my... I'll yes, okay. My intro, so that, that'd be great. You can, you can feed off of my fucking rage. So this thing was... 
I can forgive a lot of shit in war films. Okay, I can I can forgive a lot of propaganda. I'm really fucking glad that the German high command spoke fluent Russian during the whole thing. <laughs> because, you know, that and again, American films, they had the high command in Germany speaking English, but it's like, good God, you couldn't just have them fucking speak German and subtitle it in Russian. You couldn't do that. No. You couldn't do that. So yeah, that that was good. And then, you know, the you know, Winston Churchill spoke fluent Russian, which is a good thing to know. I didn't know that before I watched this film. <laughs> so did FDR. Yeah, yeah FDR, FDR. <laughs> that crippled fuck. Yeah, he spoke fluent Russian. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good to know. I learned, you learn something every day, right? And it's like, dude, from the beginning to the end of this fucking film, it's just fucking retarded. It's so stupid. I mean, it's just like, Everything is so ridiculous. Like, they could have just made a few of these. I'm, I'm trying to burp, but it's like it's, I'm gonna puke if I burp right now. So like, <laughs> he's so I'm, angry, he's regurgitating his anger. You know, saying right. that. Yeah. yeah. I just also drink a shitload of water really quick. Um. So, but no, it's just so fucking stupid. Like, okay, we'll get we'll get into like the uniforms and shit like that later on, and the guns and shit, which were actually not bad because they were. Russian sourced. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, weird or Soviet sourced rather my bad Soviet. They're not Russian after 17 to 1991. They're not, they're not Russian. They were Soviet. Anyway. Bring um, it back. <coughs> yes. Yes. Anyway. Uh, it, it's just, the acting was completely horseshit. I mean, complete horseshit. Even the guy that played Stalin, which we'll, we'll talk about in a bit. I don't want to ruin that. It's just like, man, it was a waste of fucking time. Like, and it, the, you know, the, the fact that like people, I'm sure in the Soviet Union in 49 bought this shit hook, line and sinker. And we're like, whoa, God, look what we did. You know, they were in misery because Stalin's a piece of shit and didn't know how to run a country. Neither did his communist party. It's like, oh, well, propaganda. Good job. But they couldn't even do that right. I mean, come on. Um. Interestingly, I I found out Stalin actually uh, like pro proofread the script of this of this thing. While, uh, Weird. <laughs> so that's why it feels so fucking, you know, jerking Stalin off. Yeah, a totalitarian <laughs> fucking dictator. Mm-hmm. Or proofreading a script and making sure it's okay. <laughs> I, I guess I guess to jump into to my thing because yeah. So okay, I'll, I'll pass it off to Nate. Well, I, well, I I want to lead. No, with, I'm done. With, I'm with, done. I'm done. No, I know. Pass off to you. No, I, I get it. I just I want to. I also want to lead with the subject you just said because Stalin was a huge uh, fan of Western movie, Western movies, yes. and Western Hollywood. So I really feel like that he took his opportunity. Who's, down, who's in my posse for a cowboy? Film? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I really, <laughs> I really think that he, <laughs> he, uh, he. <laughs> I really think that that's the reason why this was so greenlit and not even changed because it's like, a you're making him the superhero, um, but b he's also a ego you know an egotistic uh, uh, you know dictator. So you know it's it's um, yeah. So but going into it, I knew this was you know going to be complete shit. I knew this was going to be a product of its time, as we always say. I didn't realize how fucking 
in its time it's going to be. And I also didn't fucking realize how much just ble- nothing, you know, Mike has said something like he doesn't mind for the most part, you know, something that's so propagandic. I can't stand propaganda in films. I absolutely cannot. Oh, yeah. It it is one of the biggest irkers of fucking Stalingrad 2013 for me was the propaganda. American Sniper. <laughs> American Sniper. Yes. Same yeah, thing. I, I, have this, I have this yeah. cough going on. I have this. Cough. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Fake baby. <laughs> um, you that know, was the least just, of that movie's problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that movie. You know, we're we're guilty of it on this side of the two, and I hate it when it's on this side. But this was what I really don't like. I also really don't like. For the most part, I don't like. Propaganda. I really don't like historical events being changed due yes. to propagandistic yes. ideals, because again, it's the whole reason why dictatorships and authority. Uh, I'm saying the word the word wrong, but but the, that no, that kind authoritarian. of authoritarian yeah, authoritarian, you know, f- um, funded movies and produced by the government are so are so dangerous in that sense because once you get rid of all the other stuff, that becomes truth, and I really, really don't have. Now, I'm going to counter someone who's going to say it's like, oh, in especially World War II when uh, we won, the Allies won, rewrote all the history and blah, 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 blah. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this fucking movie. This fucking movie is, I, I think it's the first time I've ever sent a message to the guys while I've been watching it saying, I fucking hate you. Why the fuck did this send? This is awful. And I was maybe what seven minutes into it. It was pretty like, yeah. yeah, it was just absolutely brutal. Um, I skip. I'll be honest. I skipped through most of it. I, I I got to like Hitler freaking out in the bunker, and I'm just like, I just have to have to skip. Talking too long. Skip battle. Watch it. Cool guy falls over. On my hot. <laughs> you know, just a lot of you know, just falling over. I mean. It is such a byproduct of its time. If we talk about editing and sound, it's of the timer. It's late 40s, but then you're also talking like, I'm going to use this in quotation mark, third world country. Mm-hmm. Editing and, and production, it's going to have its problems. There's cuts in the middle of Stalin talking. Right, just, yeah. Right. yeah. Hard, hard, hard cuts. cuts. Yep. Hard cuts in the middle of him talking. There yep. are no like, transitions. No transitions, no nothing. If there are, there are basic fades. Again, it's a byproduct of the... The sound is, like, it's so fucked. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I heard the Shooting. same machine gun for every machine gun in this movie. Yeah, the it's sound... Like the same, yeah. The, the, the speech of him talking over the first initial fighting is the original... So the reason why that film is so grainy and fucked is it's that's the original. That's, that's the original that someone recorded on probably, like, a tiny little 16 camera that they got and did, and, they re- and it had been damaged or whatever, and they were replaying it again... And they were revoicing him with the actor, and it's like the film doesn't even match. Like again, it's a byproduct of its time. So if you take it in a box and say, I will not judge it on editing, on uh on sound, I will not judge it on the stage and stuff like that because it's nineteen forties, I still will put it down low because it's not fucking real. Like it's so propagandistic, and I just cannot stand that in my films. I absolutely cannot stand it. It's one of the reasons why I don't like American Sniper. It's the same fucking thing. I like American Sniper. I think it's interesting, but it's so propagandistic of our side that it, I, I hate it as well. Um, so, 
you know, fucking sucked. <laughs> and 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 I and I've lost life, precious life, out of my very limited time on this earth to this fucking goddamn movie. And now I have to talk about this fucking goddamn movie. So, but I will say, and then I'll end my 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 section because Brian's almost done eating. Is that uh, <laughs> is that is very it, the only thing it had this movie has going for it. If we hold it up to the same candle as the rest of the other films we've ever done, uniforms, to my knowledge, looked pretty damn good. Obviously, uh, well, let me. We'll talk about. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Russian stuff looked pretty good. German looked like it was thrown together from POWs. Right, because no, that's we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yes, and but the but the machine guns, the stuff you know, the the props they had, the MG thirty fours, yeah. Yeah, forty twos, the SCG forty fours, the PPSH forty ones, you know, all good shit. Didn't see anything that looked crazy. Um, but yeah, if I see someone get shot and go, oh, my, I skinned my knee, oh, death one more time, I'm gonna fucking rage. So Brian looks like he shoved the rest of his chicken in his mouth. So you're, are you, you set? It was uh, pork roast. Oh actually. hell yeah! Oh, nice, so, yeah. nice. It was smoked pork. Oh, roast. very good. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry you had. This is how we start the scuttlebutt recipe group. I, I, you know, like I'm sorry you. I'm sorry you had to shove that in your mouth so fast because that shit sounds really good. But uh, that's what she yeah. said. So, today at the mess hall, you know, fucking, I'll see you at the defect. Shove, but, shove um, that pork roast in your mouth, Brian. There you go. Why is there mold on my bread? <laughs> what do you call it? Um, so, it's an interesting movie. Um, <laughs> For a lot of different reasons, you know, when I in the introduction, I had mentioned, you know, this possibly is the worst World War II movie ever made. And that really comes down to, you know, how do you judge it? What category, you know, are you are you talking about? Is it the worst editing? Is it the worst script? Is it, you know, like what exactly makes it the worst film? And by 90 minutes in, you know, I really took myself out of it and I'm like, you this is its own thing that was made in one certain period of time for a certain reason, and that's it. You know, it's it's very hard to say this is fucking this is fucking dead. Oh my god, you were tortured. The fucking curse. It's like this is a movie made by a dictator to shit on the people he just defeated. You know, like FDR is dead. I'm I can't remember exactly, but I think Churchill was not in office yet. He had been voted out at this point. It was still a a labor government. Um, Stalin was the only one standing, you know, he killed Hitler and basically, and this is how he's trying to solidify what he did during the, you know, and that's why it is the way it is. Um, that being said, it's a complete propaganda shithouse film, you know, but when you look at it exactly as it is, it's very interesting. You know, you, after the war, you, you, it's also 1950, 49, you know, the Soviets just get the atom bomb. Korea's about to kick off. You know, all these crazy things are happening in the world, and now you're trying to solidify your relationships from the last war, or, or not relationships, but like, you know, what you did during the last war. And you see this in the West as well. 1949, Sanzi Iwo comes out, <clears throat> the movie talking about the Pacific War. We also get Battleground in 1949, probably the best movie about the ETO ever made, in my opinion. I mean, you get these legacy things where it's like we're trying to talk about these stories now. It's now starting to be, you know, far enough in the past where we can talk about this. And as Michael said earlier, this is the Russian recalling of that. And under Stalin and the era and everything, this is the closest you can ever get to a kind of 
we won the war film, you know? I mean, later on, Soviet filmmaking would adapt and change, and you would end up with Come and See, which is really the last Soviet war film ever made, because the fucking Union dissolved six years, five years later. So it's very interesting to see this arc of great patriotic war films from 1950 to the mid-80s, and it really does start here. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a very interesting film, and there's a few things I did like about it. There's a shit ton of things I hate about it, I mean, obviously. But um, it's very interesting. And it's the only film, as far as I know, that has fighting in the Reichstag. And as bad as it was, that was that's really cool. Is it? You know, like I, I'm not. What? I'm not being an asshole. Like I'm actually uh, asking you. There's only one other movie that I well in modern cinema. That well, any is, cinema. Uh, no, Downfall doesn't touch no, it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's a movie. Um, it's got Tom Hardy in it. And it's the the KGB oh, movie in the very yeah in the very beginning. They, but they're it, in the rush time. Yeah, yeah, because he's putting up he's putting okay. up the flag. Mm. Oh, but that's but they're not like fighting. No, in the they're building. fighting in the building for like only oh. like maybe two minutes, and then it ends. Oh, that's fine. That's interesting. What, I didn't know that. But, uh, check, I didn't want to correct you, but like that's the only thing I that's yep. what I do. Well, remember no, that's why I asked guy, because yeah. I was like, that's yeah, it. but like. That's it's very interesting. Yeah, but there's but like but, but, but there's yeah. only but then there's only two. But still, and, yeah. And that was one thing I wanted to ask, and, and and I don't mean to interrupt you, Brian. Is that the real Reichstag that they're fighting in front of? Yeah, I, no, yeah, that no, is the real not. Reichstag. No, it's not because the, really? the Reichstag was in the British occupation zone uh, at the end of the war, and it's a it's a it's a, a life size set of the it. Fit. Yeah. Wow. Huh. I know the wall. I've been to Berlin. I know the wall is like twenty feet away from it because the the Brandenburg Tor, the, the gate, you know, was in the east, and then because the the check, Reichstag is like a hundred feet away. Check my statement, but I mean that's what I've read anyway. Yep. And uh, interesting that that yeah that is a the interior is definitely a set. Yeah. It's oh yeah. 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 The, yeah, the in, yeah. The inside mm-hmm. was a set. I meant like the outside mm-hmm. where the guy like goes oh, my heart and falls over and <laughs> all the stuff jumping yep. around the tanks and the and the tank in the in the street in like. I, so I the, they they probably they probably like made a life size set like Michael said. Like, yeah, it's, right, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it was made of you know plywood and plaster and stuff. It like looks that, it looked yep, real no, enough you, to me. But so that's why I the asked. thing is is yep. that remember this is 49. Yep. You were right, Michael. It does fly in the the British sector, but Berlin was an open city. This is obviously a little bit after you know the whole fiasco with uh, the Berlin airlift, but still there, there was not a wall, so they technically yep. could have shot it there. Who knows? I mean, again, it could be totally wrong, but I'm tr- 361 I'm, I'm, I'm Berlin. I'm trying to, I'm, tr- I'm, yeah, I'm trying to look it up myself. I would doubt that, but like, it's not out the room. Yeah, it looks good. It looks yeah. fucking good for a Reichstag. Yeah. I'll give you that. Because here's know? the thing: is like in every like other video game and shit, they make it look way much bigger than when it actually was. Right. Was, well, know? that's where World at War copied their ending. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Completely. Yeah. That, that you know? and many other video games, but like, it's, I, I, yeah, um, it's, I. Well, the first Call of Duty didn't wasn't like that for the. You did up in the Reichstag, right? Yeah. I never played the first so, one. I just uh, I don't World remember War the. F- I just remember World of War was that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um. Mm-hmm. Not, I I know mm-hmm. Brian. You and I talked about it off offline when we were on the phone earlier. But I do agree with you that that before downfall, other than it being very propagandist. Fuck! I fuck that word up. Oh, Hitler. propagandistic. I'll, I'll mention that. Yeah, yeah propagandistic. So, I liked the guy and the look of Hitler through the whole movie. Um, yes, I, I didn't yes. exactly think. No one knows what the fuck happened in that bunker, so there's nothing we can judge on that. Yes. But in terms of the interpretation of it, I prefer Downfall's version of the interpretation of Hitler and his bunker 
but I like the look and the way they did it in this film versus all the other fucking movies we've ever had with I'll just, Yes. I'll just finish my thought, and then we can open up yep, the yeah, yeah, discussion. Go ahead, Brian. Just, just yeah, to sorry, touch on, yeah. on that. and Because that's, yeah. So, you know, um, I really did like that. Again, four years after the war, five years after the war, you know, is not a very long period of time. And I feel like the way they depict, and again, this is Stalin shitting on his enemies he just murdered, you know, or, or put to death because of his armies and stuff. But he did a really good job of showing what Hitler looked like. Like a very, yes. you know, Hitler was very good looking. So was Goebbels, Goering, the whole gang. Goebbels, I mean, not so much. Goering, I would disagree with you on that one. I understand, yeah, but as a whole, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. five years after the fact, really good. Yeah. Like, better than Anthony Hopkins and everything, but yes. Goering. Holy yeah, it looked shit. just like it. like, fuck. Yeah. Like, the, the only thing he didn't get right was that toward the end of the war, he had his, it was, not even his POW, but he had the heroin thing. Goebbels, though, they gave stuff. him his limp, which was, I don't think I've ever seen, uh, yeah. like, they didn't, they, they didn't yeah. do that in Downfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's, that's the, so. Yeah, the guy in, in Downfall looked just like. Let him, Brian finish but, um, his thoughts, and I really sorry, wanted to yeah. get into that because me shitting on it and saying it's fucked up. There are some redeeming qualities. So, let, Again, let's let know, Brian five years after. Up. Yeah, five years after the fact, it's it's very interesting, you know, and um, it, it's a very interesting film overall. I mean, you hear a lot about communism, and you hear a lot about Star Stalin Russia and everything, and workers utopia good bad everything on all from every viewpoint you know it was either a gulag hellhole or it was a worker's paradise before i did reveling stuff i was heavily researching out doing an eastern front film before russia you know destroyed the narrative of the country for the next century and i read probably 40 or 50 world war ii soviet memoirs and i got a very interesting understanding of the way the soviet union worked and stuff and the beginning of this film where they have the the you know factory and everything and you know all that stuff that was incredibly important to Soviet life. You got to think that 20, 30 years earlier, these people were serfs. And now I am part of the 10, 30 second volunteer, you know, Verugial front of the what, you know, numbers and math and all these things make so much sense to communists and these people because they had nothing. So, you know, they're idealizing communism in a way with the, with the plant and stuff, but there were people that were like that in Russia. They're a very small minority and everything, but the people's lives were shattered in 41 just like they did show in the beginning of the film. And obviously it's an idealistic version of that, but you know, I got tons of memoirs where they're like, I worked in a factory that made torpedoes that sank the William Gustav, and I'm proud of that because we're the 1067's explosive. Like, you know, that's how communism worked. It was based around production. And I thought that was very interesting to see. Obviously it's polished, and it's, again, it's the idealized of it, but like there are a lot of small grains of reality in this propaganda tale. You know, yeah, and um, small, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> it's just it, incredibly small, yeah. But it's just, it's very easy to write this off as the worst film ever because of X, Y, Z, and I really feel like that's a travesty. This film has to be viewed for what it is, and it's a 1950s Cold War, early Cold War propaganda movie about Stalin cementing his past. Sands of Iwo Jima is a movie made about. John Wayne trying to show that he was a Marine and the Marines did stuff. You know, the two different playing fields here as far as films. You know, one is a dictator, da. The other one is, well, we made, we made a movie. You know, similar but different. But um, that's just my spiel. This is a very interesting film for a lot of different reasons. And it just, you can't compare it to like Cross of Iron or something. I mean, that's what we're going to end up doing here. But like, it just, it really has a lot of facets to itself. And there's really nothing else I think we're ever going to touch on. Maybe like Triumph of the Will or something. But, like, not a lot of 
stuff is like this. This propaganda e this much about an event. You know, it's a very dynamic. That's all I have to really say. Nate. Well, I, I was going to agree with you. It, it, it is unfortunate, and like, like, like I think I had stated before, it's like, and you just did, and I think even Mike being Mike A, it's like we we got to put it in its own box, but we can't do that because we have to. The whole point of this podcast is to compare it to the master list, so we have to hold it up with the rest. And it is, I, I do agree with you on all fronts. Nothing you said, I, I disagree with, but. I, I do think that with all of its faults, even putting it in the box, it's still gonna really have a hard time. But I but 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 you saying, you know <laughs> it being like Stalin's love letter, <laughs> like like, you know, like that's kinda how I have to look at it. But I'm still gonna say, like, you know, as Top Gear says, a bastard, you know. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, hey, fuck you, Churchill. You got voted out before the war ended. Right. FDR, you're a fucking corpse. You know. <laughs> yeah, they did and make him Hitler, you're they dead. They did make him very it literally is Stalin yeah, being right, yeah. like, oh, you know, fucking summer. Here's my Russian summer sauce. Because <laughs> they made you know, them look like, zombie-ish. Yeah, it's just the Stalin's love letter to himself. Let's, um, it's okay, Brian. Those are your opening thoughts? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the actual actors that were portraying these high profile fucking Soviet's best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well I thought, uh, like I said, Hitler, I I was like, I mean the, the acting, you know, is interesting, but like the guy that like the, the look and everything like that, I was like, that guy looks a lot like Hitler. (laughs) The the only, um, thing I would say is his nose is a little bit bigger than little, 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 a little witcher. Yeah. Yeah. It just stuck out a little bit farther, but like his, his facial features, and his hair and the way he carried himself, yeah. even though it was like his mannerisms were, you could tell they were coerced by people that wanted, oh, more aggressive. It's like, well, okay, I get that. He was very mentally ill and physically ill at that point. And I get that. But like, if you could combine this Hitler with Downfall's Hitler, I think you would get a pretty accurate representation of how late war, like very late war Hitler was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this guy, he looked a lot like really did. I mean, like they didn't, they didn't have the tick that Hitler had toward the end with the, the hand the, and everything. The, the Parkinson's. Yeah. 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 Right. But like they, they also didn't know about that shit because it hadn't come out. You know, it's only four years, you know, but it was crazy what they did know, you know, exactly. Like, yes. Yes. It's yep. insane. Well, they and have it, his, like, they have his bones, so they're going to have the best infertility. <laughs> Well, they don't know if that's the right skull. They, no, I dude, know, I know, they, I know. I'm, I'm poking a bear. I know. I'm sorry, yes. I, well, no, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like, dude, again, like what Michael said is nobody. He's knows in Argentina, duh. You know, fuck. yeah, he's, he yeah. might be. Who knows? <laughs> but like, no, he. Nobody we, knows. The we know fuck ninety ninety percent of what happened, and then yeah, the, the real facts are, are left because everybody kept changing their stories. They got old, right? And, and it's like, well, they didn't remember it right, or they just you know whatever. It's like and that's fine. It happens, but like, you know whatever and but like so portraying him like in the early stages of the war right so like before he was really fucking like his stress stress like um it, it'll bring fucking underlying conditions out as we all know right so he probably had parkinson's and probably had we had syphilis too and it probably brought that out more so in the berlin days than in the early days when he was just kind of like walking around and 
when they when they were like interviewing him or like you know showing him in the early part like they just showed his iron cross first class which actually very hard to earn as an enlisted guy in world war one but he did actually earn one right and i was like why the fuck where's his fucking wound badge and all of a sudden you see the next scene it's like lower like how he actually wore it and i'm like oh i'm an idiot i was jumping the gun i'm just looking for shit now because this thing's fucked so far but like no that that that's how he would have worn it and it's it's really interesting but like his mannerisms and shit like and the, the actor who played him actually pretty fucking good from what we all know you know none of us knew adolf hitler you know we we most people in the world didn't and don't and they never will we can, my uh, yeah. my grandmother saw him and the gang. She was in Vienna in the Anschluss, and she saw the parade when they went through uh, Vienna. Yeah, so she actually saw the whole gang. Thirty-eight, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so I actually I met an Italian soldier who was a guard for Mussolini, and he said he was a guard once for Hitler and Mussolini's meeting. He was like five feet away while they were talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I actually do know two people that were close to him. And just to interject quick, what's interesting about this film and. I think it sets an interesting narrative that started to come out of this period of time was the madman Hitler myth, Mm -hmm. which really has been disproven. And just to begin with, I am like a libertarian. I don't care about anything. I don't, I just like to study history, Stalin, Mao, everybody. So I know a lot about these subjects. So just want to put that out there, but Hitler is misunderstood in a lot of ways. Not at all. He's a horrible piece of shit, but you know, when he died (laughs) in 45 and everybody started writing their memoirs, Mm -hmm. well, it's really easy to blame a dead man for your problems. Oh, absolutely. So that's what they kept doing. So, and this film kind of doubles down on that. The crazy dictator who's sending the Germans to their death because, you know, 45, you have Russian soldiers, you know, everybody knows what really happened. My, my, uh, Grandmother talks about it, you know, raping and, and murdering children and stuff, getting back for what the Germans did. But four years later, the, the East Germans are now their allies. So the way that the film goes, and even they go to great depths of this, to paint them bad, it's Hitler, the madman, who took the country over. Like when they the ending, they have like the, you can't yes. have this, the, uh, you know, the, what was it, the uh, U-Bahn flooded, oh, you can't. And that was with a transition for like the well, Germans or victims themselves Yeah, there's parts where they show like the, the mother crying over mm-hmm. her dead son who's a German soldier and stuff like that, you know. Exactly, yeah. But y- you have that in there as well. So they're, they're trying to show that there's this one group of people that are the crazies, you know, and. And again, so as that moved in time, you get the Madman Hitler. And then in the 90s, you get the Madman Hitler Channel, you know, the Hitler Channel, the History Channel, like blah, 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 you know, Sex and the Swastika, all this <laughs> stupid fucking yeah. bullshit. Yes, remember so, that? Yes. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah right? Look, so, I'd rather have those you know, days than fucking aliens did it, okay? So, like, I'm just saying that right now. I'd rather have Madman Hitler and sex with Hitler than Hitler is an alien and he lobotomized my aunt. Like small quick tangent because whenever you talk about Hitler, you have to talk about tangents because this is how life works. Uh, Vice News a few years ago, <laughs> they bought their own TV show and they bought History 2, History Channel 2. And History 2, for a lot of years, they would play cool stuff and then they just ended up playing all the reruns of like, you know, uh, was it Ancient Aliens? So Vice buys it and the first week they have it, they have this like set, the number you can call because they're edgy, they're woke, whatever. You can go like, haha, fuck you, and they'll play it online. Well, apparently, all stoners watch this just all 24-7 to watch The Ancient Aliens. And when it got bought out and it was Vice, they got really pissed off. And they were like calling like, man, I do three things in life. I work, I smoke weed, and I watch Ancient Aliens. And you're taking one of those things away from me. (laughs) (laughs) It was like hundreds of phone calls. Jesus Christ. And it was hysterical. (laughs) So all these people are really pissed off at Vice. And then if you notice, they play a lot of Ancient Aliens on History Channel now. That's That's kind of all I ever see if I do happen upon that. 
Isn't that funny that this thing happened and then anyway? I mean, it could so have happened. Who gives a fuck? But like, <laughs> we know what happened seventy fucking years ago, <laughs> or do we? Right? Do we? <laughs> so bringing it back to Hitler is you have to do with ancient aliens. Yep. You know, he. A lot of people blamed him for their mistakes and stuff. And there's a really good historian I'm, we're trying to have on here. Maybe he'll, he'll listen to this, but it's Tick. Um, he's on YouTube. He's awesome. He just does really awesome in-depth histories, and he does a lot of stuff on, you know how Hitler really was and stuff. And he's just this great one on the Stalingrad campaign where you're talking about, like, this is what people say Hitler was worrying about at the time, and this is what he's actually doing. Like, he wasn't this crazy out-of-touch people as guys we think. He was very in tune with what was going on. And when he had these outbursts and stuff, it wasn't because, like, he was like, oh, I hate my generals and things. It's like he realized they had lost the war. Yeah, they're, they're done. Like, literally, yeah. he, he was yep. – he, he realized at Stalingrad they were fucked. Like, he was a very – you know, he's a piece of horrible shit, you know, murderer, don't get me wrong – but he's very much misunderstood. You know, he's not this crazy guy with Alzheimer's. Like, that came out later, don't get me wrong, but, like, you know, he was much more lucid for the whole experience than people attain him to, you know? Well, you know, I was so I was thinking about that because I was like, with the actor for being, you know, who played Hitler being, you know, like, okay, you know, did a good job for the time and whatnot. Um, the actor who plays Stalin, I mean, his face never fucking moves. I mean, it's like he's made of plaster or something like that. And then right. I, I looked him up. He played Stalin in like seven other movies. <laughs> the, like, I think it was in his contract or something that he had to only play Stalin or something. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird because his face. Remember the times, man. His face, dude. Like, so if you look at Stalin, like he had a long face, a long and kind of skinny face, right? He had the mustache. This guy's got like a short and pudgy face, kind of like my, or like Nate, you know, Nate and I have the potato head, you know, <laughs> the fucking Eastern European potato head. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, in real life, like he had a long, longer face, right? It was more defined. And yeah, he had, he had the cheekbones. He definitely did. Uh, way up high though. And it was just like the proportions were way up. Like the guy that played Hitler, very close proportions, very close. His nose a little bit off, a little bit bigger than Hitler's was, but like the overall like facial, facial structure was like pretty close. The guy that played Stalin and, and this thing is like, like we were talking, Nate is like that guy had to play Stalin while Stalin was alive. <laughs> and so well, yeah, it's well, like, I will honestly, I was waiting for half three quarters way through the movie for, for him to be, changed just a little bit and completely different dude yep. and the other dude shot in the back against the wall like that's what i was waiting for like hard cut right hey you know but hey uncle <laughs> uncle joe saw something in this guy this actor because you said he put it in like seven other films yeah wasn't the closest but he got he did get his mannerisms down pretty well though i will say that he got his mannerisms down well he probably fucking had to and he didn't overdo it and it was like that's good. Besides the the like minor facial like differences, his mannerisms and his body shape and style and the way he like walked and like uh, was in the uniform like that actually was pretty fucking accurate. From the original footage that I've seen of of Uncle Joe walking and talking to people, and all that stuff. I, I like that. Um, I like that uh, that nickname. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate J- Joe Stalin was. Oh fucking what a piece of shit! I mean Hitler was bad, right? And everybody discounts Uncle Joe, Joe Stalin. They're like, dude, he's responsible for like at least 60 million fucking people dying. At least. At least. 
But they, oh, no, 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 no. He was a communist. He fought the fucking Great Patriotic War. He won against the evil Nazis. It's like, yeah, okay. But when evil wins against evil, what the fuck? I mean, what does that, what does that do? It just perpetuates more fucking evil. So the guys that played Hitler and Joe, actually not poorly cast at all. Now, oh, first of all, do you guys have any, any opinions on that? Further. I just think that, like, I don't, it's, it has to do with the way that the guy, I mean, it's almost like the direction he received. Stalin has to be so godlike through the whole movie that it just, like, yes. it's so annoying. Um, whereas Hitler, they said, you know, go nuts, actor, like, do your thing. But with this, it just seems like the actor is on, like, he has, like, shackles on him. He can't really do much because every shot of him has to look like a portrait. Every time he's on camera, he looks like he's on a piece of currency or something, you know? Well, it's communism. Well, right, yeah. Well, they they, they well, stuck yeah. a fucking two-by-four against his spine so he wouldn't slouch. Uh, yeah, like, so... Like, like, I mean, that, I mean, I mean, look, like, think of the pressure. If you don't get it wrong, you're fucking, you're fucking taking out back and shot. Yeah, you're done. Don't tell, and don't tell me that didn't fucking happen because it did. The, you know, that's a, that's a pressure that, that, that that you know was. I guess we won't be needing these decoys yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's what I was about <laughs> right, to say. Right, right. I was about, I was about to do well, that. It's, that. And it's also, it's not yeah. just that you're you're dead. It's that you never existed. I, I it's, no, it's not just that. I yeah. get, but like it's it's a detriment to the actor because now he has no he has no right. freedom to do like his thing. You know, it's like no, no, no. You have to go in these well, guidelines. The thing, you know, they never they also never mentioned when Uncle Joe took four or five fucking days off and Barbarossa started in forty one. Because he didn't know what the fuck to do. Because he had a like a nervous breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Well, he yeah. wasn't. It, it to my and this is very very basic. We should get back to the movie. Is that my basic understanding is that Joseph Stalin wasn't really a tactician. No. Of the same level of like, be, and and you could say the same thing about Hitler as well. Is that most of the tactician stuff came from the top generals of the table. Correct. It's just he had the deciding point. Now, if I remember correctly, Stalin. Suffer from that as well. Now I don't remember if he was a, as aloof as Hitler, but he wasn't well, that great either. The movie definitely doesn't do that. The movie has him like lecturing his generals on what to right. do. Right, <laughs> which 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 I always am gonna I'm gonna say this about the movie to get back on the movie in this in extent because we have a lot to cover yeah, we're in good. terms of other yep. things. Is that is that pretty much what I judge is that if if Stalin is seen doing anything profound or leading the story, it definitely was not. It would be a lie. To me, in my eyes, like like if I see something well, in a very heavily propagandist film, just, they're they're picking and choosing when he made the right decision. You no, know, okay, so so maybe not That's a lie, thing. but but they're emphasizing yeah. more than what it really would be. I mean, like with my basic history knowledge of Stalin, yeah. is that you know, yes, would he be sitting at a table and doing stuff? Yes, but it's not emphasized. It's not like the generals go and ask him. He'd ask the general's advice. That's their whole fucking job. You know, it's yeah. not all fucking God Stalin planting trees in a fucking, Correct. you know, uh, uh, sun uh, sunbeam fucking field. Like, right? It ain't going to be that. But you know, well, that's again, why you get at the end. Again, that's why you get, how do we you compare get Zhukov, this fucking thing? You know? Yeah, you get Zhukov uh, Khrushchev, which is actually a uh, good general at Stalingrad. Um, which it's don't get me started on the fucking. The uh, um, um, movie, the anime the gates, don't get me started, but like, um, so all these guys were like really high players. And here's the thing though if they wouldn't do a good job, he just have them go away. 
whereas Hitler would have them relieved. That was the biggest difference. And then go away. <laughs> no, not no. Hitler didn't. He didn't. Well, Rommel, he he had executed, but like a lot of the generals, he'd just be like, "No, you're relieved. Um, you're gonna go do this and that." There's a difference between July 20th, 1944, Hitler, and pre-July 20th. You are correct. You are absolutely fucking correct, Brian. Before you, correct. you get you got sent to Africa, and afterwards you or Latvia, and then afterwards you got sent to the piano wire fucking hanging room. Yes, because with a video got, camera where well, you, you can watch you die, and rightfully well, so. They're, like, well, there, yeah. and they're, it's very interesting because the reason that Stalin won the war. The reason that Hitler lost the war are the same thing. They both started opposite positions and they both ended up in opposite ones. Basically, Hitler began the war listening to his generals. Okay, Guderian, let's use panzers and go through seat or Sedan. It's gonna work out great. Wow. And as the period goes on, he doesn't trust them and he makes m- making decisions, fortress cities, all this bullshit, and it ends in in, you know, the end. Stalin's the opposite. Stalin starts the war with all you fucking idiots are fucking retarded and I know what I'm doing. And for a year and a half, they have horrible losses. Then he's like, fine, maybe, you know, they saved Moscow, Zhukov. Maybe he could save this front. And he does. Yeah. Then, so that's what happened. Hitler slowly didn't trust his generals as Stalin gave him, you know, a leash. He gave him room. That's, that's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. And when they asked for, like, later in the war, like, like for example, at Stalingrad, Zhukov was like, we have to delay this offensive. It was the Kotlin offensive, one of the ones before the big one in November. And Stalin was like, no, we have to do it. And they did it, and they totally failed. It happened, like, three months in a row. And finally, when they were planning Uranus, Zhukov was like, we need two more weeks of preparation. And and Stalin was like, okay, that's cool. Take Take your time. And guess what? It worked. So, like, that's what it was. Hitler just became more, you know, Closeted obstinate. and didn't listen he became to anybody. Yep. And yeah, and Stalin actually listened to his generals, and that's the reason that we, we won the war. You know, that's literally it. Wait, wait, when, uh, when, when, um, there was a date like they said it in this film, but it wasn't accurate. When was the date that like Hitler said, "I'm in charge of the fucking army armies now"? Like I'm taking personal. Uh, it was. It was. Was it like late forty four, early forty five? I don't. I don't really. I haven't heard of a date that he actually said he took over the fronts. I mean, really, it was. But you by, know what I mean. Like, there was a time where he was like, "I'm gonna fucking make all the decisions," and it's like, yeah, like you said earlier, he's not a tactician. Like late '43, early '44 was when it really was when the war really started going to shit. Was when he really started stepping up. And then after July is a totally different thing. But he had a map yeah. of Stalingrad for every street that he followed the battle very closely yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and then, not commanding wise, but like you know, it's. Again, it's just, you know, as as the feats get worse, he just has a more hands-on position. I'd say definitely after Kursk. Okay, he knew yeah. after Stalingrad, the war was... Again, you, Tick is amazing. You guys have to check this guy out. He fucking just... His history is amazing, especially with high-level German stuff. Like, uh, I'm just literally paraphrasing what he's saying, but it's just really amazing, the, the actual way these things worked out. But, yes, Nate? The, the, the thing I will say that if... And correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I... Even though Stalin was, you know, headstrong and doing things that he wanted at first, the Russian command and the stuff was pretty fucking miserable, or not miserable, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty, um, pretty shit at their job. And they went through a lot of attrition through most of their high command, and Stalin purged most of his high command as they were losing, too. Am I wrong or am I right? Because if I remember correctly, that's what happened. <laughs> the purge started in thirty eight. 
the really bad were was it 30 whatever it was before the war but i know it got really bad in 38 and that's was when it they before the war the i thought it was when they were everything. losing i can't remember it was, befo- <laughs> it was before the okay. war 30 32 and if you want to get really technical but yeah i hear you yeah but like it was really bad in the late 30s and they basically you know the third of three quarters of the russian high command is either killed or or demoted or whatever got got away with then they signed the thing with <laughs> with the germans and they're going to go have the zones of influence and they have three really easy campaigns where they basically march into Latvia um, and Estonia and Eastern Poland. They also had a border class with the Japanese that they just they really fucked the nips really bad. Um, but there was certain places in the Russian military that was, you know, fucked. Then they go into the Winter War. And everybody knows what happened with the Winter War. And a lot of people blame the purges on how the Russians had a very bad um, time of the Winter War, which really isn't true. The biggest reason the Russians failed in the Winter War is because they were mostly using reservist troops that didn't know what the fuck they were doing and were told, like they were told in Ukraine, not to get political, that they're going on a training exercise and that people are going to, they're going to liberate people. So it was a bunch of reservists that were called up to go into this campaign in the middle of the winter that was the worst in 40 years. Um, but the Russian military slowly learned during, relearned tactics and stuff during the Finnish War. Like they did win in the end, you know, it was very bloody. But by two months in, they basically they, they did win turned the, the upper hand against the Finns. Yeah, it was really two months of like, you know, blindly getting mowed down by Finns until they actually adapted. In 41, the Russians were really heavily affected by the German Blitzkrieg due to many different reasons. It's just not the purges that was the big thing. It did have an effect, but at most probably 20 or 25%. Yes, Um, The real bigger thing was the fact that Russian units were controlled by two officers. You had a, a military officer and a political officer, and they both had to agree on orders. And neither could supersede the other one. When we get to it, Dr. Zhivago is a very good film. that talks about the Russian Revolution and stuff and how people were affected in different parts of society. And there's a point in it where they show that very well, where the commissar wants one thing and the officer wants one, and they can't agree, so nothing happens. You know, So that was the other thing that handicapped these units at this time because there's what's politically right and then there's what's tactically right. And those are two completely different things. And as the war went on, past Stalingrad, you get only a military commander a political commander is deemed to be not important and just for morale, maybe. Um, you get a lot of funny stories about Commissar. Some are really good, some are really horrible. But those things kind of slowly contributed to the Russian military, you know, becoming modern. And also, um, the first shipment of American vehicles showed up in Russia right before the Stalingrad Offensive. And Russian morale and willpower got them to Berlin on the back of American trucks. Without Lend-Lease, there's no way they would have gotten anywhere out of Stalingrad because the mechanization that we were able to provide to the Russian military changed the fucking game. They would not be able to make those advances that they would have around Uranus or Kursk or anywhere without mechanizing their infantry with American trucks. So, very long story. Studebakers, yeah. Uh, our explanation to that is Studebaker 6x6s, yep. yep. Stud- that's a, that was a good term for a long time in Russia. Studebaker, you know, Harleys, they, we sent a ton over. We sent 50,000 Jeeps. We sent so much. But that was really the way the Russian military went. You know, they, they had these very horrible defeats, but they were able to get on their back. And they did adapt, too. You know, they did come up with Kampfgruppen of their own by the end of the war. Um, and just something else that's interesting is that Russian divisions and units completely are smaller than German ones. Like, a Russian division is, like, nine-tenths the size of a German division. And that's everything else the whole way down. So when they talk about all these divisions that were destroyed and, oh, my God, it seems horrible, it's like that one division is smaller than one German division. 
So it's like the numbers don't equate how you think they, they will. You know, it's like the, the math is not what you think it is. So that's why the Eastern Front is very convoluted, especially in the West with the post-war legacy of, you know, fucking we're going to kill the Reds. So let's talk to the people that killed the Reds. Oh, look, it's the Nazis. I mean, the Germans, you know, how'd you guys do it? What we might do next year. So. So let's let, let's talk about how they portrayed Churchill. Well, well, I can segue to that really quickly. With why you know, were the, you guys this. fighting so much about this? This is. What- oh, we'll get that in a minute. But also with Len Lease and stuff, you know, the Brits provided a ton of shit to Russia. Very importantly, provided a lot of food, a lot of planes, a lot of. They tanks. were also getting a lot of shit from also, the U.S. as well. The Brits. Oh yeah, but the, the Brits also did a shit ton of work, and they sent most of their stuff up through Archangel around Norway, and we sent a lot of our stuff that way. But also, sure. through, what word did, uh, what word did Iran. you just say? Archangel. Archangel. It's a. It's okay. yeah. It's a port. It sounded in, in it, Russia. You, okay, sorry. Yeah, it sounds it fucked, sounded up. fucked up. I'm probably mispronouncing it too. I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I wasn't having a stroke, so that's fine. It, it's, <laughs> a, it's a port. If if you look, it's northeast of Leningrad. That's where the White Sea is. Okay. So, yeah, the White it's overland. But anyway. how, he pronounced that right. That's that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah, it's the sea that freezes. But anyway, um, it, so they provided a bunch of support, and without Britain's support, you know, the Russians definitely wouldn't have won the yeah, war. Yeah, but it's like how, how that's why it's very interesting in this film. Yeah. Well, Churchill and Stalin hated each other because Stalin, or Churchill was an old imperialist who didn't trust the Russians because these he's always waiting for them to you know go through Afghanistan to get India. I'm watching you, the Czar. You know, and uh, Stalin viewed Churchill as this old imperialist, which he was. So they 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 hated each other because they called each other out exactly what they were. You know, right, Stalin right, was right. A, a was a new man in a way that used Marx's theory of whatever you want to call it to try to you know be an imperialist fuck, run a country. Yeah. And meanwhile, you know, Churchill is the old class, the imperialist class. So they they were rivals, and they throughout the war they were rivals. You know, every time they met, there was this big tension. And FDR was kind of this cooling factor. Even Stalin liked FDR, which is interesting. But FDR was you know, a that's fucking kind of vegetable. A bit this film. But FDR was a very good statesman. You could say what you want about him and stuff, but he he knew how to play people. Yes, if you really read about what things. Well, he but he was a soothing thing in the relationship, idiot, and uh, but it's interesting. But yeah, no, you know, at this point, like I said, I believe that Churchill was voted out. It was Attlee was still the uh, leader of the government, and. Uh, this is after, as well, Churchill has his Iron Curtain speech, you know, in America and everything. And it's so, yeah, it's, it makes sense that Stalin would want to make Churchill look like a pompous old. Well, dude, it's like, dude, the hunchback of fucking. He looks you know, like London. He looks like sloth from the Goonies in this. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I thought immediately. He's the right proportion for Churchill. I'll yeah. give him that. Sloth like He's a chunk. fat, short guy, you know. No, so. but, he, but his, his fucking back was not. Dude, Churchill, he was like a, a fucking stout, fat dude, but like... He wasn't Quasimodo. <laughs> he stood upright. <laughs> like, the guy stood fucking upright, yeah. you know? Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't Quasi-fucking-Modo, you know? like Mike said. Like Churchill is a really funny figure. I mean, he's very controversial, well, he, but he, I love him. He's a in, fucking... He's a, he's a retard in himself. Like, you know... Like, well, like I mentioned earlier, he, he just kept wanting Gandhi to die because he hated him. Well, but, Gandhi uh, is a piece of shit! Oh, that's a different story. But what do you yeah, call it? Like, um, so, here's the thing: is like Churchill himself was a piece of shit. So if you get if you get one, all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you get one ahead. piece of shit, who who, dude, Churchill called the spade a spade. That's I'll give him credit for that. He's a weird fuck, alcoholic to the nth degree, fucking weirdly functional. But like when he calls a spade a spade, I take his word for it. That's the thing. It's like. 
Gandhi was a piece of human shit. I didn't know. I didn't know Gandhi was in fucking the fall of Berlin. Hey, you know, no, listen. The Ben Kingsley film Gandhi is very similar to this movie because it's a propaganda movie. All I have to say, so. all, all I have to say, I, is I that, can't have uh, another I, repeat of fucking last week. If we fucking, all, if we fucking go, if we talk about the Civil War again, or yes. we talk no, about no, no, fucking no, no, no. Gandhi, uh, okay, or we talk after, about after some this, fucking randomly ranted hey, the fucking thing, not even next to the fucking goddamn fall of Berlin, I am going to fucking flip. Alright, Dick so, I will just say this. Gandhi f- well noted, and if you actually look f- into it, and Winston Churchill called him out on that, and Winston <laughs> Churchill was not a well-liked dude because he was no bullshit and he was a fucking asshole himself. There we go. Back, segueing back in. How, how in the world can I segue from f- to fucking fall of Berlin? Gandhi f- Nathan. <laughs> he did. Nathan. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Okay. Okay. You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. You see what happens when you make when you make scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, your your edit was great, Nate. Oh, Bravo. Thank you. But uh, no, but like Gandhi, yeah, he, whatever. Okay, so that thing. But Churchill was willing to call people on their bullshit. He also called Stalin on his bullshit, and that's probably why in this film. He was portrayed as a hunchback, fat, old piece of shit, cigar smoking, which he really was, and a fucking booze hound. But Churchill was not a fucking... Here's the thing is, he he was not malicious. From my research, he was just himself, and he was a fucking weirdo and a psycho. I don't think he was actually malicious in his doings, but the fact that they portrayed him as being just this fucking... Wearing a Soviet uniform, by the way. That was not a British uniform. Right. And also, Churchill would not have traveled and worn a military uniform in this, in his position as I thought that was that weird. Point. Yeah, I was like... That. He did that a lot. I've seen that. No, he, no, Churchill did that a lot. He used to dress up as an RAF major when he would go places. Okay, well... He, that was a big the thing. The uniform Churchill was way incorrect then. Doesn't matter. I know, but no, he would, he, he would wear medals General, and stuff. Like, like was, a British... Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So, but like... Yeah. He was not... He was, he was not a like hunchbacked... That old fuck that had nothing to say. Like, well, dude, the guy was like, you know, and they were, they were talking, like they made him look like a fucking retard in this film. Well, well to, 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 to my, to, to my understanding, Stalin hated Churchill the most out of everyone in there. And Churchill was not a fan sure. of Stalin. So I, you can see it being yep. a backhanded remark to Churchill. The scene so. concludes with them making him look like a to- total idiot. Cause he's like, let's have a toast to the, the, to the King. And he's like, and, and FDR's like, no, 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 let's have a toast to Mikhail Kaline, you know, or something like that. Yeah, and then Churchill, if you look, he's like, oh, you know, he's like mad. So, yeah. Yeah, fucking <laughs> stupid. It, it, it's very interesting for a lot of things. Um, Churchill's a hysterical character, I'll say that right off the bat. If you read the Liberation series, like, it's it's very sad in, you know, a lot of points because it's the whole war in the West from the American viewpoint and everything. And you have, like, guys, you know, becoming skeletons on hills in North Africa. And then Churchill is, like, has a migraine at 3 in the morning on a Tuesday and a jumper drunk on a beach in Tunisia. Yep. You know, he's like, oh, Reginald! You know, and then, like, you'll hear about, like, the mud and the blood of Casino and all these guys are dying for nothing. And then it's like, up oh, Churchill had a migraine again at 2 in the morning and he thought, what if we invade Anzio? You know, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's just it's just this crazy you know figure, and uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. If you if you uh, 
you know, look at the lineage of Churchill and stuff. The Brits kind of had a reason. They figured out why Churchill was crazy. His mother was an American actress. Oh, well, and yeah, of so course the Brits are going to think about it. That. He's this. Yeah. Well, no, if you think about it, though, he's this guy that grew up in England, but he's got mixed parents and that he, he really is a mix of American and British imperialism. If you really think about it when he grew up and stuff, he's got that flair yeah. of the American like do how, but he's got the imperialistic bulldog of the British. Yes, Empire. you're correct. That's so actually. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. So he has this, you know, American flair, his American mother who he loved to death until she passed away. But, you know, it's just this very interesting you know, little trait. And it goes to show you how certain people, you know, Lawrence of Arabia, he's a Brit through and through, you know. But Churchill has a, a streak of American in him that you can definitely see when you apply to situations. Yeah, and that's, that's why he, was, he did the arrogant, cocky, retarded shit. Exactly. Like most yeah, Americans you know? do, you know. It's like, yep. mm-hmm. it's just in our blood. I got, I, it, makes, yeah. it makes Churchill, you know, Newville Chamberlain didn't have an American parent. Not saying that you need one to be like Churchill, but you know, there's, it's very interesting where people get their whatever, you know, yeah. and and being related to an actress at that time. So, uh, going off the depiction of Churchill in this, another interesting part of the movie, uh, in terms of the British, is having this uh, this like uh, uh, capitalist fictional British guy meet with Goering. Uh, that, yeah. that was weird. Yeah, because yeah, it was like, don't worry, mind Fuhrer, I am talking to Betston. And I'm like, when he said that, I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I went to look it up, and I'm like, that's that's a made up. That's not a real person. And so that whole thing is just fucking stupid. There, there was. <laughs> Hamler did try to talk to the West. Through oh, the I know Swiss. that. Yeah, Did you guys know about that or not? But, but I love it. I always it makes me laugh, even though it's horrible. He had the Jews for Trucks program. <laughs> That's when it started it. He was they, in 1944. For they needed com. trucks, <laughs> so Hitler was like, "Hey, you know, you want to do a trade?" And the Swiss were like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then a few months later, when the, in April, you know, he was like, "Hey, you know, remember that thing we talked about? Well, I got a better deal." <laughs> and like, so yeah, at least some of the of them did try to break off, but yeah, it's funny. But like that made, scene you know, is there just to show show the other people look like backstabbing pieces of shit. And also, cause like there's a part where he's like, mm-hmm. but we're go- You're going up against Stalin. Remember Stalin is a very good military commander. It's like, it's just there just to stroke his cocky. No, he's more. not. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. just, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. that's just, that, that scene is just there for that. And then uh, one of the boldest uh, things about the movie, uh, which I thought was one of the most interesting parts of it is this constant thing of the, the Germans saying they're relying on the United States and, uh, and all yeah. that. It was just weird. Like I was not expecting that. They're like, I oh, got Amer- the Americans are coming for us and stuff. I'm like, it's so weird. It's like the, the Germans are talking about them. Like they're their allies in the movie. Do you know what? Do you want to know why? Well, because what? we're gearing, we're gearing up for fucking I the get divide and, and all that stuff. So you're trying to push that. I mean, well, exactly. It's all, yes. it's all part of the propaganda, the, the propaganda and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. To, to get to, to not jump on more to propaganda talk is that the 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 on the battle scenes because we haven't even talked about that. Where I don't want to talk oh, about this Jesus fucking movie Christ. for two hours. I'm sorry, I really fucking don't. So so the battle, so the battle scenes and all this stuff. It was cool to see Pepeshaw porn to the nth degree. Like I was getting my nut off for a forty-one, but oh, they used my they, God. They, they, they used more hand-to-hand was combat. Say that. They did the fucking Pepeshaw. They, they clubbed each and, other more and, than they any, shot each other. And anytime they ever shot the PPSH, they fucking like burst fired it, and it was the same 
It was, and it wasn't even, they didn't even fire it. They like reacted and like jolted. It was really yeah. weird. Like, and the, anytime they'd fire, the actor would be like, he would like move it off his shoulder and like almost half throw it every time he'd right. fire. And it was like, what, 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 what is this? I mean, it just turned into hand to hand clubbing. Like, that's, I mean, when it was like, all right, yeah. yeah the, the, the very here. slow motion, yeah. like old people fucking yeah. speed clubbing. Yeah. Like, it was not good. It was just well, the, like, the whole, yeah, yeah. It was, it was literally like um, everything we hate about flailing arms in movies mm-hmm. is literally nothing but the. There move. was a there was a part towards <laughs> kind of the beginning where a German tank stops and this German uh, gets out of it and then he just like goes ah and like falls off you know <laughs> I was just like ah. The scene that you sent, Michael. What's that? Yeah, like yeah, the scene. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The scene you sent, Michael, were like. I saw it too, like where the guy, like they're in a line, the Germans are, and like the, the guy's on an MG34, and there's an SS officer in his literal dress uniform, yeah. which is not <laughs> And the guys accurate. just fall over. And they just go, <laughs> delayed. Ugh. Yeah, they just fall over like they <laughs> fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what are you, what is this? What are you guys, <laughs> even, <laughs> even the main, even the main, one of the main actors at the very end of part two, when he gets shot on the Reichstag steps, he's just like, mm. uh, he, he's like, he's, uh, it's like he's a video game character who got stuck in mid animation or something. I you know? pulled right, my right. groin. Yeah. Uh, and he just sits there like, like he's stuck. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Again, product of the time, but it's like, Take every okay. I'll just say this to people who probably don't. Well, look, if you want to go watch this movie, go for don't, it. I don't. I don't fucking recommend it. Um, but if you want to do it, go for it. But the thing I have to describe it as is that imagine every shitty death, but then times it by about five. You've ever <laughs> yep. seen any more yep. movie? Yep. That's yep. all pre Wilhelm scream. Yeah, pre yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. If they had to, they would. They would. That would be the only. Well, and it's death so frame. fucking slow. It's like, even in the hand to hand shit. It's like, guy gets clubbed in the face. He goes, ah. right. It's like, you club in the face. You're 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 knocked out. You're down. But why? Like, that's mean, it. Why the fuck are they even doing that though? They have guns. Like I, I sent. Like there's the part where uh, our main like the guy who uh, yeah. our main character who represents all of the working you know uh, people of the state and all that stuff. They come over. It's uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, they come over. It's at the Silo Heights battle, and there's like a German tank guy, SS, and uh, he just throws his yeah. PPSH at him. Yeah, what the fuck yeah. was that? Rather than shooting him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the three, guy uh, three of yeah. my submachine guns, so you can fucking pick it up and shoot me with right, it. Right. Yeah. What in the I whole wonder, chicken fried fuck are you thinking? So I wonder. I wonder if there had to be. I don't know. Like maybe they couldn't blank fire them I don't, or something. I, I, or? There might have been something where it's like we don't want to show like real intense violence or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's there's got to be some kind of limiting factor here that we just don't know because of the time. Yeah, right. Or because I, we've seen we've them. seen American cinema at the same time having so much better. Yeah, you know, still beefonged action stuff. Yeah. Still bad, yeah. but but so much well, better. So better. Like, yeah. Again, say, look at Sands of Iwo Jima or Battleground. You know, came out within a year. Western films about World War II that both have, you know, pretty good combat scenes. You get a terrorist sequence that's okay and, you know, Sansi Vujima, and then you get a really good Bastogne scene throughout Battleground. And then compared to this, it's like, whoa, okay. Soviet cinema is 15 years behind the Western cinema as far as, as like, you know, war films. You know, and those were 
the really start of the president of how we reflected on the war. So this one is even more so like, we'll make fun of like how people died and stuff like that. in old like American war movies. This one, even this, this, this makes that look like saving private Ryan. Um, like in this movie, they're literally just like people jumping over each other and, uh, with their guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of shooting each other, like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? <laughs> uh, and also there, oh, there's a part where the Germans are all lined up. Did you notice that all the MG 34s are the Panzerlauf? Uh, versions yeah so oh, really? i wonder if it's That's like funny. they took them from old tanks or something and like uh that were you know abandoned and destroyed they had one panzer four in the moscow mm-hmm. sequences and f2 or g the rest were like cool. is3 um, tanks then, weren't they they there were a bunch of is3s that were burned <laughs> out at the reichstag that was funny because yeah. um, the is3 does show up in berlin in july of 45 at the victory mm. parade um, but it's not there for the battle. Weird. Um, oh, apparently, they said they rushed one or two there production. Uh, who knows? But not not in that many force. Um, but there was a lot of Panther T thirty fours. I saw. I, s- oh, I that thought was I saw. Funny. I thought I thought I saw one Panther and uh, and then yeah, there's just a billion shots of T thirty fours. They're like T thirty fours, and they have like little side skirts on the sides, and then they have tan okay. paint on them and like blotches. And it's like it doesn't from. They look like a, I don't know, like a fucked up T thirty four, but it's uh it's interesting. They did try, um, you know. Yeah, they, they, they did try, even though it was terrible. Yes. Well, if we're talking about World War II tank movies in, in this time, there's really not a lot of them. This is really the first one I could think of that shows tanks on both sides. Battleground doesn't. They have an M18 in it. Um, what's the... Uh, shit, there is one, I forget. Um, there's a Czech film from 46 that talks about the liberation of Prague. And, like, they have a real Panzer IV and they're blowing up real buildings. Because, like, they're like, oh, shoot over there. And then the tank fucking, sh- like, all totally recoils and yep, a building yep. explodes with a high explosive. And it's like, that's not a prop. Like, they're going to rebuild that neighborhood next year. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's like, fucking cool. That, well, that's, that's kind um, of but, that's kind of what's interesting about this mm-hmm. movie. And I wanted to ask, uh, mm-hmm. like, Mike and, uh, and, and well, all of you guys, um, so the uniforms and all that stuff. Do you think a number of those are actual uniforms that were used in the in the war? Yes. Uh, okay, that's kind of what for I was sure. just thinking. Uh, for, for, for the Soviet side, for the Soviet side, uh-huh. yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, the the helmets were SSH forties, and whether they were post war, they the, the exact same fucking helmets that would have been used in World War Two. So the Soviet helmets were good. The weaponry. Nate can get better into the uh, Papa Shaws, like the submachine I didn't guns. see. I mean, if it's forty nine, nothing's really changed, and all they would. Yeah, have exactly. Had. Well, is it time uh, now would, to go to? They there is no IMFDB. Yeah, I already tried to look. And for so it. the nice. uh, yeah. the so the the Soviet guys wearing the medals and the uniforms that actually I've seen a shitload of original pictures where guys going to do that. I'm I'm gonna pull up the film for to just go over some of the battle yeah. scenes real quick. Sorry. Wearing wearing your medals is very big in the Russian military in the front lines, especially if you wore your medals with defenses of cities and stuff. Like if you showed you were at Stalingrad or something, that was a very big piece of pride. And if you got a hero of the Soviet um, Union, you know, medal on you. Oh yeah, people are gonna be like, it, okay, this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. He's been awarded by Stalin. You know, it wouldn't be many awards, like two or three orders. Yeah. but you know, if you even had them. Before I forget, um, so the other film was called Breakthrough, and it's from the early 50s, and it's about Operation Cobra. And it's very interesting. It's got a lot of tank combat, but the way they got around it was they made M36 Jacksons and the Panthers. Oh. And everything else was an Allied tank. Jesus. And if you really think, again, if you think about it, in the early 50s, like, that's not a bad idea. 
They're, they're very similar. And everything. Yeah, very similar. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot better than, you know, in the 70s with Patton where it's M48s, <laughs> yep. you know, painted tan. Uh, and then you get, then you get M60s in a Valkyrie. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, you know, you get these early displays, you know. Again, they didn't have to camouflage the tanks. They could have just put a Maltese cross on the side. Oh, my God. But, I, I, the cinematography is just a pile of puke. Like, did, yeah, it's not good. What, what is up with the fact, like, throughout the movie, they're, they're not doing it in this scene, but there is, like, these really vibrant red and turquoise cross-lighting going on. Like, what the fuck is that? I think it's a bad colorization. You think that's what it is? I don't I, I, This is definitely colorized. Look at that flag. So, so there's the old. That's the actual footage. footage. And yep. yeah, when you're yeah. saying this speech, it doesn't even sound like it's being broadcast on a microphone or so, anything. So, so the, all the all the all the pepper shots and like stuff a... like that, they're all wartime pepper shots. There's nothing obviously because of the, the timeline of when this film was made. Yep. They could only be wartime pepper shots. Most of them look like early, early between early and late war. IS threes, yes, nice. <laughs> the IS threes rolling through. <laughs> Katusha's, yeah. Katushka, yeah. So, so just to kind of paint this, uh, we're we're going through the film because there's no IMSDB, but there's we're going through some of the battle scenes and kind of skipping through. Snowcat Maxim, was, that's. I was war. about to say, I saw Snowcat Maxim. Um, if only I had one of those. Uh, in <laughs> um, and uh, you know, a lot of faint, a lot of fainting, falling over. That's, yeah. Here comes the battle. A lot of grenades. Also, okay, okay. So hold on, hold on. Pause it. So the go back to the color of the helmets, the SSH forties. Way too dark. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. But the World War II ones were painted this lighter green that they were painted like the SSH sixty eights. Even those, they're painted like Polish WZ fifties, which is not possible because. This came out in forty nine, but they're painted darker. So, so I don't understand that. You know, it's again that might be the colorization, though. No, it's not. It's it's so far off. Like it's not. I mean, I. No, the rest of the color is like fine. Like, I, I can tell. Like it's it's just it's way too fucking dark. I, I don't know why they disagree did that. with you, and here's why: the Soviets at this time were refurbishing all their M forties. And they were painting them that Soviet green color that I know that you're talking about. Stalingrad, Leningrad factory, they had big helmet rework places they were doing in the late 40s. And they had that, again, that olivey green Soviet color that we're talking about. I know exactly what you mean, which is not this color. But have you ever seen an original World War II painted Soviet helmet? Yes, lots of them. In mass. In ma- like I'm talking about many of them. I-, I really don't think we know what the correct green was for the war. Because it's taken me 20 years to find out what the fucking correct OD was, and guess what? There's not one. So either no, no, this no, no, is no, colorization no. or there's something we're missing. But it's, just to reiterate, at this time, when they were making this film, the Russians were rebuilding their helmets, and they were only painting them that olivey color that we're talking about. So either this isn't aloof, it's a bad colorization, or there's something we don't know. Um, but it is off. I totally agree with yeah, you. The guy in the back left, I'd say... He has a very he's an olivey one that kind of looks no, right. They're all they're all but really everyone dark. else has a very dark. They're all really dark. Like all of them. Who knows? They, they could have been oiled for a scene or something. I don't know. But at this time when they were rebuilding helmets, they were painting them in that olivey color that we all know and love. Well, it's weird because I have I have so, an original SH forty like on my shelf right yeah. here that's painted in the original like Soviet green is what I call it. Um color. I have a fifty dated one right there that's the exact same. I know Sean has a bunch too. It's like that it's just this is interesting. Again, we don't you no, know, but, paint is but very also, here's finicky the thing is, on, for every on their, nation. On their 36s, 
They started with this color. Yeah, that was a very dark color. Yeah, and then they figured out that it was too fucking contrasty to most of the environments they were working mm-hmm. in. So on the 39s, they started painting it that lighter color, olive green. It's not olive drab, mm-hmm. it's olive green. And then they went through with that until the 90s. When they st- yeah, no, it stayed the same. So that's what's interesting here is like, yeah, it at this time when they were refurbishing helmets, they weren't painting them that. Yeah, color. but I'm just like, what the fuck? Color. Yeah, it's it's so, weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's weird. So it's an aloof. They're, either it's something we don't know. It's a batch they made. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Or whatever. But it's, it's not like, the norm. That's what I'm gonna say. It's yeah. not the norm. Yeah. Yep. Because the the post war Soviet color is the th- 1940s Soviet color. You know. Well, that's what it's I like, mean. That's yeah. They, it's, they just it's made. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, that's strange. It, it's because this is this is the color that like Poland. Painted their WZ fifties, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know it was like that dark fucking color because that is a that's that's an SH forty he's wearing. It's like it's not it's not an incorrect helmet. He's also wearing a nineteen seventeen yep. helmet. The German I saw that they're wearing nineteen seventeen. You see yeah. that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. It's fucking great. Or sixteen or seventeen. There, I do love the coats about that right wearing. there. Ah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do love how all the Russians have Pepeshaws and all the it's the problem with the with the post war era movies. Everyone yeah, everyone has submachine guns. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think like, I saw one K ninety eight. Uh they're they they were in there. They were in there. Yep. Oh really? Okay, I didn't see them either. It was on the the first like abysmal fucking firefight scene. There was K ninety eights in there, they were working the bolts and there were actually K ninety eights. I looked at that. Um but like it started yeah. It started with submachine gun platoons, and then it slowly grew. Oh, that guy's got a stick. Regiments. Uh, it's cool. I'm yeah. seeing some sticks yes. actually, not just all. Well, drums. there's a lot of sticks. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of them, and that that that's common shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's just movies. Movies always tend to want to do drums, drums because it looks yep. cooler. So that's no, so I did like that. Like the, a lot yeah. of the 35 round sticks. This there he is. right here. <laughs> yep. What the fuck, Ooh, Nathan? So in the back, in stock. the background, look at the, the guys. They got K98s in the background. Okay, yeah, left. yeah, they do. Yeah. Yep. They're actual K98s. They're yeah. Russian caps. The uh, don't I, I don't even want to get going on these fucking German uniforms. I don't even want to get fucking going on that because it's well, they like, all have tornister packs. Like something. it's not a fucking tornister. What is it's it? It's a it's a fucking like it's civilian lamb, Russian it's... like Boy Scout fucking pack. You sh- sure it's not the fucking? That looks no. That's a pony I'm pack. sure. No, it's not a fucking tornister. I guarantee. Okay, well, you're you. telling me it's that not a tourist. Like I have a question. Am I am I thinking of the right thing? It's the backpack yes. with the fucking. You are, yes. Okay. Yes, you are, yes, you are. I want to make are. sure that you're not yelling at me saying like, no, it's not. No, no, no. Some you're not German wrong. Thing. You're not wrong. Okay. The film is way fucking wrong. Okay. That is for a backpack that's also a pillow. Okay. okay. It, that is wanna, not a okay. fucking tornister. That is okay. a fucking. That's a fucking like Boy Scout pack, mocked up to look like a fucking tornister, but it's not. And also, they wouldn't be wearing fucking tornisters. In this fucking situation, as well as that SS officer would not be wearing his fucking dress uniform. Yeah, I was going to say, torn stories are, are early war, and that's like pretty much well, it. Even yeah. then, they're very rare. No, 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 no. That's false. No, tornisters are the standard issue backpack for the Germans throughout the entire war. Yes, they came out with the assault pack later on, which was issued to certain units. But no, your tornister is what you would drop in your static position, and then you go up to the front line, maybe like... A couple guys would bring the tornisters with them, with gear and shit that you need. But then, hey, no, we're going to go back to our line, and then you can get all your shit out of your tornister, all your gear, and like a change of clothes and whatever. They're, they're not very spacious, by the way. And, um, yeah, so you would not be wearing a fucking tornister up here on the front fucking line 
that uh, that officer oh, yeah. would be yeah. he'd be wearing a fucking combat uniform with a helmet if he was SS. Torns suck shit. They're horrible. They're, They're terrible. Yeah, as bad or worse than the M twenty eight. Yeah, no, the, they, they, uh, that's the German Habersack. equivalent. So the, the Tornister came hold on, out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let Brian finish what you're saying. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, he, but I was gonna say, uh, you know, they they really were quickly abandoned by German soldiers in the war, and you really don't see them on the front at all, even in 41, 40, and stuff. Yeah, they were more of like a rear line, kind of like a barracks bag thing. And they're very quickly superseded by rucksacks that the Germans yes. made halfway through the war that you can click onto your Y straps. And then towards the end of the war, you see everyone's wearing a rucksack because they're awesome. But Torn's fucking suck shit. The only th- good thing a Torn is for is because it's got a fur back you can use for a pillow. But yeah, it was very strange to see them. And again, they made them look like all Boy Scouts. Like every single German soldier in this film was like four, you know? Yeah, so the Tornister came out in like the 1860s, like the actual proper pack. They use them in the First World War. They have a wood frame on them. They're cowhide with the cow fucking fur to protect it so it's water resistant it is. In World War One, they were even like, this is only marching order when you're going to the front, okay? You drop your shit, and then when you're up in the front line, you don't carry that motherfucker, right? In World War II, it was even less, like Brian said. Like, they, they would just drop these things. They're like, fuck this. It's not helpful. I can't get to it. Because in World War One, they would carry extra ammo and shit in there. And they were like, nope, I'm just going to carry extra ammo in my pockets. Fuck this. And, or bandoliers, which they didn't have. But, like, the Tornister, you were not going to see that fucking thing past, like, France in 1940. You're not going to see these guys wearing that at all. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah that that was kind of what I was feeling, too. Mike, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, this doesn't have to do with the that, but um, I could have sworn in the scene, because they take this officer prisoner, and um, I, does he speak both German and Russian, like, mixed together? <laughs> That's what it seemed like. I mean, he's like, he's like uh, Deutschland vorwärts, and then he's like saying other things in it's, Russian. It, he, yeah. When he's speaking German, it's very, it's with a huge Russian accent. Yeah, from what I noticed. Okay. Otherwise, it's this like, scene it, is it, fucking retarded. Yeah, it's 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 really really dumb. Mm-hmm. But that dude, like, it's funny what you said that like this guy would have a helmet on and a combat uniform. Movie, yes, he would. Like, like movies up till today will do that though with the Germans. They love showing. Oh, I like, know, they, I know, I know. They love showing yeah. those peaked caps and stuff like that. It's like hell no, dude. Like he would have a helmet. Dude, I've made videos of this and I've got so many boomers that have fucking said, "No, they wanted to show the fucking the, the pride of the Reich by wearing their fucking visor." And I'm like, okay, you've literally never fucking experienced the shit. No, they'd be having combat uniforms. I, they're just going off what movies from the '60s. Right? I have one. I have one memoir that talks about his officer wearing a soft cap throughout Russia, and it got him killed. And everybody told him he was an idiot for it, but he did it anyway. Out of all the memoirs I've ever read, it's the only time I've ever come across a guy not giving a shit and wearing a crusher and cap. Guess what common. happened? So did it happen? Exactly, he got killed by shell splinters. Yes, in Hungary. Exactly. Yep. So did it happen? One in a million. Is it way? Is it overdone? Completely. But I just wanted to mention, no, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Again, yeah. never say never. Exactly. There's always well, that idiot that's going to get I'm himself just killed. Never. It's know? like, yeah. but usually, dude, this SS officer. Would I put that in my movie? No. No, and but it's like it dude, did happen. These guys, any SS hair uh, officer, Luftwaffe officer, I don't give a fuck. They're going to be wearing a helmet and combat gear into combat. Like that's what you're in. It's, but but again, it's the propaganda part of it that comes through. It's like, here's the SS officer wearing the fucking tidy uniform, 
you know, with the, with the fucking visor cap and whatever, and the skull and crossbones and whatever, clearly defined as an SS officer. In combat, you would not know until after the fact, oh, this guy's SS. Shit. Just like Taeguk GI, here comes the flag brigade. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like, right. I mean, soft cap man, baddie. I mean, I mean, I mean, Mike B, I'm just going to say, if they had, they would have used it, so. <laughs> So as Mike so, B throws so, an FAL through so, cyberspace so, <laughs> in your webcam and hits you in the face, yeah, they fucking. So so so, but 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 my point is is that Mike B, you should know that this tradition in Russian cinema falls all the way up to modern day. Uh, well, it, what, not just Russian. What other it's movie? American cinema? No, I I know that. I'm just saying. Let's just stick to Russian for this argument. Yeah. You gave the same rant and rave. For 2013 Stalingrad. Yes. So it's it's something that we continuously deal with throughout all of modern cinema as well. And I agree with you. I think the only movie that kind of didn't, I think I used this as an example last time, I think the only movie that it does it a little bit but not fully is Stalingrad 1993. Which I actually, I remember liking that a lot and I haven't seen it in several years. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one again. Someone, someone mentioned it. Were there, there's like, like I, on the yeah, comments, exactly, I'm like, yeah, the comments, don't worry. Yeah. It's in there. Like, well, it's I replied, I replied to that person. More movies yep. ever. So, I replied yeah. to that person. So dude, yeah. a fucking field marshal who was on the battlefield would be wearing a fucking helmet. Uh, Nate, Seriously. I'm not, I'm not shitting you. Can you go back so, there yeah. for like two seconds? Cause uh, when the guy, uh, yeah, when the guys I, fall I, over. I, yeah, I will. I, I am. I just wanted to, I want to place just for two seconds. I just wanted to see. What the okay. hell's he doing? Three, 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 uh, three punch shroud with a Bakelite stock with a stamped top, top cover with a mid to early late war tripod. Sorry, MG34. You see, and I also own one, and to me, that's an MG34, Nathan. <laughs> does it not have any? Does it not have any sights on it? Uh, it does. It They're does not. Uh, down. Yeah, the, the front they, sights folded down. The front sight, yeah. you're right. The front sight and the rear sight are completely folded down. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's what I said. It does have them on there, but they're just not being used yeah. in any fucking way. I didn't notice that. Yeah, good, good yeah. call there. Yeah, um, that's funny. It's funny, dude, because like, you know so much more about 34s than I do, and I'm like, look, it's an MG34, and you're like, BSW inside Ava, Ava Braun Ava 1937, Braun. and I'm like, okay. Well, the dream, the dream, <laughs> the dream is going to have the early war... Shroud with the mill top cover with the toe cap bake lights. Like, I'm fucking... Also, that's, that's not what artillery looks like when it goes off, dude. Uh, it's not black. No. Fucking so, I can't really see, but, like... I've been here there, before. Are, the, are, are, yeah. are his troops around him just regular army? Like, I can't really see if they have... Uh, yeah, so he's got... He's got army. The, guy, the, guy in the, the got, guy in the foreground yeah. closest to us has ear collar tabs. Yeah. And... They're all wearing soft caps? What the fuck? They're all wearing... There's no helmet. And then, yeah, there's just the SS officer. So it's an SS officer amongst regular army. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's he... Oh, he's pulling out his Luger. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's got a Luger. He didn't shoot anybody. He just pulls it out. You know, you know the and, 10 and, and guys... And he made it back from fucking 12 fucking Russians? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, in real life, the 12 Russians would have jumped up nice. and mag-dumped him. Mag, yeah, mag he's gone. Mag-dumped him. It's over. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. over. Gone. Oh, his, his armpits Freeze are ripped. Frame. Are they? Yeah, yeah his, his tunic. Yeah, they were ripped. This tunic is too small for my Russian. It looks bond. a little too small. Yeah. And they, I have seen photos where they would like love the piece of wood on the side. Uh, of the DP twenty eight. I saw DP twenty eight. Yep, so did cool. I. I saw a couple of those. Yeah. yeah. 
They all have puppet shots, though. The, yeah, ger- it's like, yeah. the German's trousers are, like, really green. They're, like, forest Stick green mag in the back, Nate. Yeah, I saw that. Stick mag in the back. Most of them are drums. Uh, I see a few rifles in the very back so, running, but they seems like everyone touches his touches his gun. face with his barrel showing he didn't fire it at pause all. Pause for a second. Yeah, it's not hot at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nate, want to pause for a yeah. second? <laughs> My grandmother was in Vienna during the war, and uh, she was lived through the Russian occupation for a year, and she always tells the story um, when she got liberated. I think Nathan knows this one. I do. But, yeah. uh, they were in this uh, building. It was, you know, the battle was moving closer, and they had a neighbor who was in the SR, and they were all in their basement. SA. Um, and uh, long story short, this guy was like, "We got to break out. We got to get out of here. We got to break out to Berlin." And nobody believed him. And about four people left with this guy, and the battle got really loud outside. Like it's this. There's T-34s and shit, like you know, in front of their house. And then it started to quiet down and things, and they heard footsteps upstairs. And like, oh, fuck, here it happens. And, you know, the door opens and a soldier walks down. And he was a Mongolian. And she was like, we were liberated by Mongolian soldiers. And she never forgot them. And she was like, they were the meanest pieces of shit in the world. And she was like, we, they fear the Mongolians more than regular Soviet soldiers. Because they were just very mean and brutal. And it was, it was That's very what interesting. Their, their friend is but, supposed yeah, so to be she, is Mongolian, right? Yeah, so I thought it was very interesting to see that, and I do like how that representation because there were a lot of you know the Mongolians and Eastern Siberian peoples that you know fought for or under the you know Russian military during the war. A lot of them were forced to, but it's just very interesting to see that and then hear my grandmother's yeah. stories and stuff. So it's just, and again, in 1949, 50, you have that representation. You know, is that a girl in the back? Right, German or Russian? German. Right there. Uh, I can't yep, tell. Definitely. Yep. See the hair? Yeah, she's running uh, Hill, uh, Hill, 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 uh What the fuck is it called? Huey? No, it's a, it's a German word, of course. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's Hef- a, uh, I know what you're talking about. Girl, yeah. And that's the same Russian girl that pops up later. But yeah, no no, no one's got... Um, yeah, no, no one's got Mosin's up up in front. Everyone's got pepper right. shots. Exactly. Very... There are some M44s later on. Yeah, very in Berlin, but like... When, when I was just starting to reenact, I was warned that you got to be careful with some Berlin footage because a lot of it was footage they filmed for the the fall of Berlin, the movie, and that has just because it was black and white, or whatever people had assumed it was from the actual real battle, and a lot of it had MP44s and like the you know post war stuff in it, so it's kind of interesting. This is what I'm talking about about the weird lighting. <laughs> 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 I didn't notice that. Oh my god, go it's back. Like yeah, Conan, Conan yeah he just he just axed him. Yeah. <laughs> But Luke, I have the high ground. I'll hit up, get up and hit him with my MP40. Oh, I've been hit. Ah. <laughs> they, 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 they locked guns. Yeah, it's like, but it's, That's funny. again, it's like a. They are, they case. are shooting. They are shooting the pepper. Some shots, of them, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if they're actually fire, shooting but... them. They're, they're making it look like they are. We only lost twenty-five German POWs shooting today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to make it real. That's what they would have probably would have It's not done. orange enough. <laughs> that should have been the cover of the movie. <laughs> That's an interesting transition, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in um, Downfall when they hear the right. guns for the first time. God, Downfall so good. Ooh, ooh. That's where you have oh, yeah, the that was, That's where you have all the that was, uh, I'm gonna. I'm yeah. I was gonna say that's that's the MG34. See, it's T34s, yeah. but it's like yeah. three or. F- oh, they had some Pack 43s like, okay, in here too. That's an MG34, yeah. but it's the tank. Yeah, Panzerlauf. MG34 with the with the yeah. clamp. 
So that's cool. Same one there. So there's Dude, you gotta buy three, one, Nathan. Three. I've sent you like four three of them. Panzer Shrouds with clamps. Oh my god. And then, an and then there's uh, there's a normal three well. hole punch one in the back. Oh, there's two M16 helmets. Yeah. Yeah, that one right there. Yeah. And there's one not two. not likely on the Russian front, by the way. No. In, in Italy and in France and in Denmark and all that shit, yes. On the Silo Heights, there are no rules, but generally, yes. I've never seen that many MG34s together in one shot. I've never seen any Panzerlaufs together, like being used as regular. Yeah, I've MGs. never. Yeah, I've never seen three. I mean, I've. I mean, they definitely used them. They definitely when they had to get out of the tank, were, yeah, and stuff. When yeah. they had to get out of the tank, or they were, or like, or or, or the charge to Berlin, they were using right. those infantry mounts. There's a little box that had the ground kit yep. in it, and it had this stuff so you can put everything on it, and it's really cool. That's the one thing I never was able to buy. It, What's up with the MP40 uh, BFA? Like that looks very fucking long. <laughs> this is like a fucking... I don't know. I don't know if that's a smack on me or if that's no, no. I, I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious. Like no, it is. It is beefy, but but I, uh, What the hell are those tanks in the background? Uh, Can you see what those are? You tell what those That's, are. Uh, that I think is. There's, there's a KV two very far top left. That's a pack forty. That's a pack forty here, but that's right. That's Play it. There's a KV. That could be KV one S. No, there's a KV two up way the fuck left. Panzer Faust. Yep. Sixty. Yep. So can, can you go back for a few seconds? Like there's a part where it shows all the camo. The ca The camo tanks are clearly meant to be German ones. Yeah. Uh, yep. And uh, just just to. Um, just to ju like just to say something that now. we had, I know it's stupid, but just to just to talk about something we had talked about before we started recording, and because someone had left a comment about how they wish they could see us what we're doing with IMFDB, I think we're gonna start doing that. I'm gonna have a way to record it, but the uh, the movies, unfortunately, we just can't because of copyright issues. Um, these older movies, especially, they can be weird. Like sometimes they're in free domain, and then sometimes they're bought out by little production companies that just will fucking ping you. So. Just if anyone's wondering, uh, we'll hopefully have that together. Because I wish we could, like, freely show this. But yeah. unfortunately, even muted, they, they wreck us. So It's... Uh. The, the actor's eyes are blinking. Oh, yeah. Um, Neville Warfare. Oh, that's cool. Nice. That Two right there. Actually. Like, what the hell are those? Yeah, pause. Ah, T-34s with tan With, with uh, like, fucking sheet metal up around the turrets to make them look like panthers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an IS-2, and then a T-3045, and these are T-34s with sheet metal around them, and tan camo. And again, it's like, for 1950, it's a really good effort. Got some nice cannon blast there. This part does, I don't understand this, but like, they're, they're advancing, then he just says, like, today we can't attack. It's like, what do you mean, today we can't attack? Like, it's a giant fucking battle <laughs> going on. Like, it is pretty cool, because that's all moving behind oh, them, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, Like, that's all, like, this is before. But that, that was just, like, like some of the strange dialogue in this movie. That there's well, a lot, like of that's, that. a lot of that's got to be the one-for-one -one translation for Russian, because, I mean, yeah. Russia, Russian definitely does not translate well to English. And then this part, too, like, yeah. Like, there's a guy who's dead right here, then all of a sudden he becomes alive. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> well, and then, like, he dies again. And then he's like, what did you say? And then you are then a plot device. Again. <laughs> like, what? You had to let them know about Silo. <laughs> That's a fucking insane battle, yeah. by the way. Holy shit. 
Why don't you shoot that guy right That's there? That's a real fast. The lighting in this movie is so great. The part where they're going down into the Fuhrer bunker, they just have a spotlight following mm. them down You're the right, staircase. You're right, right here. Look at, yeah, look at this red spotlight. light. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, the red, the red orange lights everywhere. Yeah, there's, there's, there's red, there's red orange lights, and then what does he have? Wait, wait, go back for a second. Wait, oh, he already has a DT. Bullshit. No fucking yeah, way. Yeah, he pulled it out. Fucking... He pulled it out that fast. He's like, I bit in T34s. You're not getting out of the tank with a fucking water bottle, let alone a <laughs> fucking four foot machine well, gun. It looks like. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. All right. Everyone, if it's this is free on YouTube. If you want to kill yourselves and watch, why what isn't we're his, watching what, the battle? Why is he holding it that way? He doesn't have his thumb around the handle, like. <laughs> but why? Shoot it that way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a way to uh, do he's it. He's got a soft cap on too, so like that should answer your question. <laughs> Evil. I remember uh, someone was doing that with an oh, uh, someone dummy. in a movie. That was cool. I didn't see that. The dummy. Then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saw, Go yeah, back. The dummy. The, the dummy. dummy not taking and like not moving at all. In the trench. The I didn't see that. that. Yeah. And, yep. then, and then watch. Gets, watch how the trench wall shifts he, too when it goes over. Run over. The dummy gets run over by the tank. Right in the middle screen. Okay. So right. And watch the yeah. trench wall on the left too. After oh, that. I see it. Yeah. Part part two, 17, 17 square. You guys will see what we're talking yeah. about. That's amazing. One he more didn't time. Get run yeah, over though. Wanna... The the dummy didn't get run over. The tank went uh, yeah, the, next to him, but he didn't get run over. The fact that the torque of the tracks pulls the whole wall of the trench yeah. is fucking cool. <laughs> That's fuck. I've never seen um, that before. Wow, this is what I'm saying. Like this movie is entertaining sometimes in certain parts of it. Well, that's that's it's the thing, like, you know. Oh it's like God. it's it's horrible, but yeah. it's interesting. I think, where, I think where it's entertaining is that it has resources <laughs> that we cannot get anymore. We cannot see anymore. We cannot because of this. Phys- yeah, because of this, because they destroyed them all. That we physically can't get this anymore without CG uh, in certain aspects. So these are. Very oh, guys got 9130. Whoa, shit. <laughs> These are very entertaining for for us seeing real life real you know real stuff from the war being real used. positions. There it is. You know. Oh, <laughs> throw that pepper shot. Dude, when that thing that thing is heavy enough to throw, I will say. It hurts. Yeah, it, that would that That's would a bruise. Hurt. Yeah. yeah it, why the fuck? Um, <laughs> it hurt even more to use mean. the bullets though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he wanted to like knock him out and incapacitate him, then kill I him. Guess. I guess. I guess that's what he was doing. Yeah. Is... Um, so, so, but I was gonna say, I'll pause it because before we find another thing that's funny is that it it is it is allowing us to see a movie being made with the real life equipment and real life stuff because it was available the day, and I think that is very, I think that does make this film somewhat watchable in that sense is to understand how things react even if it's on propaganda film. and also brian do you notice how the helmet colors have changed oh yeah they're they're now the right yep. color yeah so i was gonna say too you know the real pinnacle of these soviet epics you know is tank brigade which is a film about the czech uh, tank brigade fighting under the soviet army in the second world war and like it's like this but it's got real tactics and with also like, ten thousand guys with moisons uh, so if you guys get a chance, check that out. We'll definitely Moises, review that eventually. Yeah. But these Soviet war epics are interesting, you know. So the only thing you get like this in the West was with uh, Cross of Iron, which everybody talks about the T-34 What scenes. about so that like, Russian well, movie that you recommended me to watch that's like they, they earn their land or they earn their blood or the... They fought for this land? Yeah. Yes, we'll get to that as well. That's a very interesting film, and that's very cool too. But they don't have any real, really real tanks. Nothing like this. 
But Tank Brigade's the only thing that does this There's better. Like a flare burning inside that tank or something. <laughs> nice model. Yeah, those are cool models, actually. Yeah. The plane models were cute. Especially the one of Stalin landing. Well, that, but like, there's the part where it's like, there's like this dog fight going on. It's in part one. There's like this dog fight going on, and some text in Cyrillic comes up. But yeah, it's like cute little models and shit. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Again, it's, you know, for four, five years after the fact. And again, it's one dictator shooting on another one that's dead. Um, They got a lot right. (laughs) They tried, uh, especially about the bunker. And obviously they had access to it and everything, but like, it just. It's, they could have just done this so cheaply. They could have made so many other things. I quite like care. how Hitler pulled off his buttons to use his little indicators on his map. Oh, <laughs> Madman Hitler. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, it sets the narrative, dude. Ukraine. That's what those guys, those two guys meeting up, they were like meeting up with the Ukrainians. Well, dude, that's why it's funny. At the end, it has this very triumph of the will thing where it's like, I'm from Nuremberg. Yeah, I'm, I'm from, from Stalingrad. Munich, you know? Yeah. I am from Kiev. Right. It's like all of the, I am from all of Kuban. the union coming together. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, coming together it's to this make this victory. great epic. Yeah. yeah. The only other real thing that you could compare it to in Soviet filmmaking up to this point is Battleship Potemkin. You know, it's like this: we're in this together. The flags are pretty fucking cool, though. It was a bedsheet, or it was a tablecloth, I think originally. It doesn't have a hammer and sickle on it. They had to paint it on the propaganda yeah. photos. Yeah, the outsides, like again, the, the set of the Reichstag, like yeah, it's just that. From what cool. I heard, it's a it's a li- it's like a life size model. But who the hell knows? Well, that's not how I viewed it on World at War. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, the column <laughs> fell over in World at War. What the fuck? No, his helmet's a different fucking color. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, where's those, Chernov getting everyone burned that made it? Everyone that made it to Berlin. Um, that made it to the Reichstag, put their name on it. And that was a really big thing to do and say after the war. You know, there's a lot of memoirs you read where they'll start with, like, I put my name on the Reichstag. Like, you know, I I was there. I, I did my deed. And uh, I don't know, whenever I see the Reichstag today or, like, you know, wartime photos, I always think about the thousands of signatures and shit that people from all over Russia, you know, I I put my name on the Reichstag. <laughs> So it's interesting to have this very interesting scene on the steps of the Reichstag, you know, whatever is propaganda, yada, yada, you, but. I love his grenade. It looks very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, K9, I just saw my first K98 and uh, ah. I, I didn't see any STG-44s to claim no. my, my. I love uh, how this guy pulls out to, his gun to, right to here. To do my argument. I'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you good move. Dirty fucking Russian. Oh Stick. no! Grenade. I love how during the bell, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna throw it to the way left, and it's gonna land right in front of to us. The left. Yep. Too like during the battle, there's like there's guys who are just like pushing down statues for no reason and stuff like yeah. that. This yeah. one. Yep. Yeah, someone just comes up and pushes this fucking statue off while there's a battle going on. I never knew every single person had hand-to-hand combat. Like, Fuck your just... shit! Well, Nathan, you see, nobody's gun worked back then. Yeah, so. yeah. The helmet kind of has the right shade again. Okay. Ah. Yeah, it's like oil stains. Ah. It's, like, it's like, yeah. I was waiting for the fucking the Heinrich screen. But like, I, wish, I wish the I was... Russians had their own equivalent what of the Wilhelm screen. G, that's a G98. Yeah, that's very common to see it in is. the late war. The l- very, the, yeah, very it's very end, common. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. missing a front barrel. Yeah, band. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, so, I want to read something here. 
and then no, we'll go into final thoughts. Sake. Final Nate, thoughts. Nate wants to so, read something. Well, I think it's relevant. Nathan's trying to smuggle himself onto the plane with so, Stalin. Um, so, got a Stalin fetish. With... <laughs> Stop stalling the podcast. <laughs> with... With, uh, with, with Stalin dying in 1953, uh, you had a massive de-Stalinization program. Um, after he died, I think it was, I think it was in a little later, I think in 56, they, uh, they banned the movie. They banned the movie in the Soviet Union. Like they pulled every record of it ever. Um, pulled it out and completely got we're rid of it. We're going to be nothing like Stalin, so we're going to erase this from existence. <laughs> like you would. Good yeah. job. Uh, it says the film... That's what Michael's job would have been. Stalin's like, chief, like, get this guy out of my photo. Okay. It says the film was banned. <laughs> the film was banned altogether and all copies were placed in the archives, not destroyed. So I, I retracted the story. Um, but... Nate, do you mind me adding something? Uh, I did, I did <laughs> find out that there was a deleted scene from this, and all traces of it have been completely destroyed. And it's when our main character meets Stalin, uh, where he kind of like backs up into the bushes. Uh, and in that scene, he goes into, I guess, his house and meets with all the other Soviet leaders and stuff like that. And they deleted that because Beria was uh, was there. I was yeah. going to... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike and I talked about it after uh, when yep. he, he was trying to talk me off a ledge. On Monday, when I was watching this stupid thing, <laughs> um, yeah, that yeah. that I asked him, I was like, I was like, how much do you want to bet? How much of this was cut? Or it'll be very interesting to see what was banned later when they went through and had to yep. get rid of all the people yep. in the background, like the old political, you know, advisors of the war. Did they keep them? Did they not keep them? Like, I was like, I'm going to do a deep dive. I never did. That guy but... fell into the shoemaking machine two weeks after. Oh, that guy fell off a four-story <laughs> window through plate through plate glass again. Oh, wow, it what, even what? happened in leave last year. Wait, Holy what shit. guy? Who are you talking about? He never. Uh. What the fuck are you talking about? Like he never existed. Yeah, but that's yeah. why the no scene way. ends so abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yep, yep. What is it, Sopranos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't stop. What are, you, what are you trying? What are you trying to say? Just, just come on, say it to me. So I think we have reached we have reached the end of this. Our uh, we've reached the end of something. I don't know if this is the end of the beginning or the beginning of the end. <laughs> All right, sure, here no. we are. So <laughs> if you join us in this current juncture, we will now move on to final thoughts. And we, who will begin? I think Mr. Birch. You should set the tone. So what do you think? And uh, the misery, though. So I hate the Soviet Union. I hate propaganda. Um, you guys know this. It's, I've, been, I've made it very clear on the podcast and to you personally. This film fucking sucked ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was fucking terrible. It was like... So I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm going to get through it because, because my boys got through it and I got to get through it. I was the last one to watch it. Right. And I just watched it a few hours ago and I'm like sitting there going, Jesus fucking Christ. There's so many other things. Like usually when we watch films, I'm like, okay, if it's shitty, I'm like, well, okay, it's for the podcast. I get it. Today. I was like, there are so many fucking other things that I could be doing that are way more productive. And this is just a goddamn like it's just a sh it's it's a it's a travesty it's a shit show um it's so propagandistic it's so fucking poorly shot like i'm not an editor i'm not a fucking director i'm not a cinematographer 
And I can still say that this fell short, very fucking short, in all three of those categories. I mean, like, the editing was completely horseshit. It's like, I'm a dumb fuck. But if I see a hard cut and it just goes, next subject, I'm like... (laughs) What are we doing here? Even well, reality one shows. One more time. No, no, I'm not. Do, I'm not. <laughs> no, do, I'm not going to ingratiate you with oh, that okay. shit. I'll do, it, I'll do it in post. Yeah, but it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Even even like modern day reality shows aren't that fucking shitty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they'll actually have a transition of like, okay, we're just going to switch over. You, your brain. Mike is gonna can be attest tricked. that the midget real world show has better editing than this. Yes, right? yes, yes. There you go. Okay. Yes. Uh, what the I don't know, what the fuck is it called? Uh, but anyways, go ahead. Yeah. yeah no. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. It's. It, I mean, we're watching. I guess right now it's a Real Housewives spin up. Little, the, little women the, Atlanta. The, little women Atlanta. That's it. That's what. It's called. Oh, Atlanta. <laughs> that's the thing. Is, why do you rot your mind with that? We're, no, oh, no, we're, we're watching right now. You know, the wife and I are watching. Uh, uh, it's it's all the fucking housewives that got cut because they were so shitty <laughs> from the original show, and they have to have this spinoff of like this reunion that they have. Oh, that's because Andy Cohen is a is a fucking money. What's it called? Genius. I need a paycheck. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, how long can they last? And it's just it's so fucking painful. That literally, I'd you know. Would you watch? All right, are you gonna sigh and send me a snap, or are you gonna watch the fall of Berlin? Which one would you rather do? I'll sigh and send you a snap. Okay, there you go, <laughs> dude. I'd rather I'd rather put a fucking drill bit in the tip of my dick and let it spin. <laughs> Watch this fucking thing again. Like seriously, it was so fucking bad. It was like, it was like again. I watched this horseshit trash with my wife. I watched this shit, and I'm like, okay, well, I can I, I can at least get into one part of her. This thing was like, it was so shitty. Cool. Yeah, we got SSH forty helmet porn. We got Papa Shop porn. Uh, that's it for two and a half fucking hours. So wait a second. That's it. Are you saying if he watched this with you? No. Oh, she did. Fuck I no. thought you just said that she did. I thought you just <laughs> no. No, I, I, said, no, I, I think you, I watched, in the real world. Oh. I watch. I watch retarded shit with her. Oh, okay. I get you. Because it satiates our relationship, right? right? I get you. And she, because she, she, she knows she, that it's mind. She probably would divorce him. <laughs> yeah. If no. No. <laughs> she knows it's mind-numbingly, mind-meltingly fucking retarded. But I would still rather watch like the same fucking. Season. I know that your favorite TV show is Shalom in the Home. Come on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll we'll wrap it up. Um. Anyway. This thing was, I'd, I, I, my whole point is like, I'd rather watch a season of one of the shitty shows over and over again, like three times before I'd watch this piece of shit again. Um, it was really that bad. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to be like hyperbolic and funny. Like it was so fucking bad. Like we've watched a lot of really dumb shit on this fucking podcast, right? This is by far the worst acted, scripted fucking the, the writing was atrocious, edited, all that shit. Uh, this gets a zero out of ten for me. You can't give it a zero. I, I can't? <laughs> well, give it a point zero zero one. It's a zero. You can't, you can't tally a score for a zero, but I get your sentiment. No, it's fucking terrible. It's just give so it, give fucking... It a, yes. g- give it it's a point zero zero one. G- give yeah. it a midway. Point zero one out of ten. There we go. Perfect. Okay, well, I, I, should, I should just go into the fucking negatives at this point. But, like, no, it's, like, it was so bad. Like, everything we talked about. Yeah, okay, we talked about the cool shit. 
but the redeeming qualities this had were like, Jesus Christ, like that's what that's all we're talking about. Okay, so the guy that played Hitler might have looked similar to him. Guy that played Stalin fell short, but whatever. Okay, the helmets and the guns. Nothing else. Literally nothing else was good. It was just horse shit. Okay, like Michael pointed out, the blonde chick at the end. Okay, decent to look at, right? Decent. Definitely would. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Ten out of ten would smash. But like. She's probably dead now, <laughs> yeah, along with the rest is. of this fucking film. <laughs> you know, th- this whole film should be dead, but it still exists. Yeah, uh, 0.01 out of ten. I have to. It's so bad. It's just. It's not historically accurate at all. It's fucking cheap. Like, it's Soviet cheap, of course. It's just. It's just fucking horrible. It's like it's made for. It's made for like really small children to watch violence. That's what it is. So. It, well, the potato fucking... farmer cannot stand violence, so, you know. Well, again, let, let's have kids stand next to a 3,800-degree fucking crucible <laughs> and just not break a sweat or react to it at all. It's like, wh- come on. What, what, okay. Fucking retards. But anyway, yeah, .01 out of 10. All right. Um, uh, Brian. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, this film is a lot of things like I had mentioned earlier. Um, and it's really hard to hold it up to the other things that we usually review because it kind of is on its own pedestal. Um, you know, it, it just it's really funny at the end of the day because this is what happens when one dictator wins. Guess what, motherfucker? I'm going to eulogize myself and fuck you over. You know, it's if Hitler had won the war, obviously he would have done the same thing. You know, like it's just it's just really funny to see how a dictator can use media for things, you know, and that's what this whole movie's about. It's like, ha ha, nanana boo boo, I won. So it's interesting in that regard. You know, it's a product of its time, its place, and it really just solidified some people's facts in the early part of the Cold War for moving on. You know, Russia was completely destroyed as a country. They didn't have housing for really anyone. You know, they really didn't rebuild most of the country until Khrushchev's era. So this film came out at a very bad time, you know? And obviously it's propaganda. Obviously it's fake and stuff. But for people living in nothing, you know, four years, five years after the fact, where Germans are still in your country rebuilding it after they destroyed it, you know, this film does mean something. Um, You know, and it really is the first of the adaptions of the bunker drama. You know, watching this film really made me realize that, like, you know, the German, the, the downfall of Hitler in the bunker really is the modern day Hamlet. It's how many times it's been recanted and redone. You know, like a man dealing with his decisions of downfall. And how do you do that? You know, and it, this really did set the stage. And even for a dictator shitting on another dictator four, five years after the guy died, they went to really interesting strides to try to get the stupid shit right that didn't matter. Like being in the bunker. Having the dog, you know, have the poison first. Like, there's a lot of just interesting things that I really do think influence later stuff to come on, like The Bunker with Anthony Hopkins and Downfall, which is the best film of all, you know. Um, But that all being said stuff, you know, it's a very interesting film for its time. And when you conceptualize it and stuff, which is just every time we do one of these, I'm just beaten to death. With You know, you have to put it in a time and place to really understand it. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. Not because it's good, but because 
it's interesting to understand the end of the Cold War, the end of the Second World War for the Soviets and the end of the Cold War. You know, and this is really a, a film just to, like trying to the will or something to like put in its place and be like, okay, this is doing something. You know, obviously every film is doing something, you know, mostly it's entertainment. But this film kind of has an interesting, you know, place. It's really a lot of things going on at the same time. So it's a political statement. It's something for whatever, like, you know, we can go on and on and on about what it is and what it isn't. But um, I don't think it's the worst World War II film ever made. There's a, I mean, it's fucking horrible. But we just, you, we have to keep it in that propaganda vein. If it wasn't trying to try to be a propaganda film, then it's, it's probably the worst World War II film ever made. But you have to understand it on the pedestal, you know, not just put a tagline like, it's the worst film ever. We'll find the worst film. It's just, you know, join us as we do, because I know we'll find something worse than this. Yeah, I, think, I think we did. So, I don't know. But, um, so yeah, that's what I would give it. And it's, uh, it's very interesting. I still think you should watch it, again, for just its place in history. Um, it's not fun, but it's just to understand something if you're, if you're a history buff and stuff. It's straight up propaganda. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, completely, yeah. You know, and also follow this up with the death of Stalin. So, you know, you get two laughs in one night. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> this is a horrible piece of shit. And then you see, you know, a real satire of events. But, uh, yeah, so at the end of the day, I, I give it a four out of ten. I will pass the torch on to you, Michael. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, I, it's, it's going to be interesting to find the, quote, worst war film or World War II film ever made. Because this one, I don't know, man. This one's special. Like, it's it, in terms of its awfulness. Um, Can I just say one thing, Mike, that you'll relate to? Is I've seen Luke Schutzel's films. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he, this is worse than that. That that, the, uh, that is true. No, it definitely is because we watched him. To, we watched one together. Yes. And uh, yes. I can so. I can say that it is, and uh, you know, but it is it is very interesting um, to watch. You know, just to try and get like what they were trying to convey with this thing. You know, and uh, obviously that whole thing of yes, it's in a the time period and all that, but also it's like a cultural thing. Like uh, this culture doesn't really, you know, uh, th back then this culture of this post-war culture doesn't really exist anymore. So it's interesting to see it from the, from a modern perspective, even if it is warped and fucked up in propaganda and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, it, but in a weird way, that's what makes it kind of like f fun to watch. I mean, like us just watching it together, <laughs> going through clips of it, we were laughing our we were laughing at shit, you know, and, and that's just really the only thing you can do other than like, you know, pinpoint mm, that's interesting, that's interesting. I again I found some stuff in it to be interesting. I've never seen a World War II film where the Germans are talking about being saved by the Americans. Um, so that was interesting to see. Uh um but yeah, it, it is it is utter dog shit, Soviet dog shit. And um I uh I gotta give it like I, if I was going to be like on like a laugh factor, like, you know, uh, so bad it's good, it would probably get like a seven. But uh, for a real review, uh, I'm going to have to give it uh, about a two. I'll give it a two. <laughs> um, yeah, there's uh there's a lot to be said about it um, that hasn't. I mean, that's I mean, but everyone's kind of said it already. I will say that, you know. Most of the most of the things to kind of like really pick at are 
just unfortunately, you know, the extreme propaganda, the the Soviet propaganda, and uh, and just the twist of of events that never occurred, and just wrong, wrong everything, and and that is really, um, if you think of it as a someone who digest media and stuff like that and and yes you shouldn't rely on media for historical accuracy that's the whole reason why we have this podcast um but it does worry me when i see movies like that um and so when i see stuff that's so blatantly out there it is kind of like well what the fuck you know and in the end we have to remember that this is a dictator's uh love story to himself and, you know, we just have to accept that. And so uh, everything's been said, I won't repeat, but I, I do I do really I do hear everyone's opinions and I do agree with almost all of them in terms of uh, the the critique of this film. And when it came out, there was someone who I was reading about who uh pretty much uh gave his opinion on the piece and he said he watched it was a a war veteran and he watched the fall of berlin while intoxicated and he commented and where did this angel come from we have not seen him there and he was arrested and condemned to eight years in the gulag Mm. that'd be a more interesting movie yeah so think of it like that that this is coming from a period where even if it came out we couldn't do what we're doing so, you know, it, it's it I, I look at it like that, that it's for for that reason alone, uh, I would love to give it a one, but it can't be lower than Hyena Road. So I'm going to give it a three screaming Mel Gibson's out of ten uh, because I refuse to let Hyena Road um, <laughs> have a higher have a higher score than this. Um, you, th- you think Hyena Road was worse than this? No, but that's part of the bit is I can't let it be the best. I can't let it be better than anything. Oh, dude. <laughs> How about this? Let's tie it. Let's say a two. Let's give it a two. Screw Mel Gibson. No, I don't want to influence your no, decision. No, no, no. Because no, like, that's, that's how I feel. I mean, that's really how I feel. I feel like it's a two. But I wanted to, for the bit, wanted to keep it over high in a row. But no, I really feel like it's like it is a two. Because, again, I will state what I feel like we see, we get to see the real original equipment at work. We get to see the real stuff being used. We get to see how it interacts, even if it's flailing around and Conan the Barbarian swinging MP40s. You know, I I enjoyed it for that, so I'm going to give it a 2 out of 10 for that. I, um, I like, if you go to the Wikipedia page, I like the very last sentence of the plot summary, which is, the film ends with Stalin wishing all peace and happiness. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Another fucking line. Yeah. That's that's fun. I, see, I made the mistake of reading the YouTube comments. <laughs> I that both are probably and there's people who are like, "This is really, yeah, this is really good. This is a great film. It's very historically accurate." And I'm just like, that's why it scored very, very fucking low for me because I'm like, if people watch this shit and they're brainwashed into that, it's like. I can't deal with that shit. There will always be those no way. those kinds of idiots, no matter how. I know, but it's like <laughs> this exists. It's out there, and it's like fuck. Hey, Mike, a is Jamie in the shower again? No, no, no. She, why can you hear something? No, I'm one, I'm hearing hot miking. Is that Brian or that's is that Brian? Because I can hear it too. It's not mine. Okay. Not me. 
Yes, it's Brian. <laughs> Stop fucking hot monkey, asshole! <laughs> That's what he would say on the hand set yeah, if somebody was hot yeah, monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fucking hot monkey, asshole! <laughs> totally going against radio etiquette. <laughs> But then, but then the hot so like how does the Viet Cong translate your position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, weird, weird. I don't know. It's magical. I don't know Shanghai, Mike. But um, yeah. So uh, yeah, putting all these scores into the computer that will tell us if this actually is the worst war movie ever, we get a score of two out of ten. It is now the lowest. It is currently the lowest. <laughs> yeah. So. Both it's our highest shit. and lowest film are World War II in origin. Uh, we have, you know, the fall of Berlin to the city of life and death. So two to nine. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yep. So if you guys are still here, it's been a road. It's been a very interesting movie. Uh, I'm very glad that we got this one out of the way. <laughs> um, Don't waste your fucking time. Don't do it. <laughs> but it's, it's very interesting. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a film that was made during the Cold War. <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going west. Yeah, no, it, it's fucking bad. Like, I usually don't say don't watch a film, don't waste your time. But like on this one, I'm definitely going to go that route. Like we we watched some really shitty ones, some like really eh, whatever. If somebody was like, should I watch Hyena Road or this? I'd be like, Hyena Road. Absolutely. If you have to, no, again, no. if you have to fucking put your dick in a hornet's nest. I could see this movie, like, I could see this movie being a winner on, like, Mystery Science Theater or something like that, you know? I, oh, I bet. Yeah. Or, or at a bunch of, like, random film festivals around the country <laughs> that, like, nobody knows about. Yeah. It's the Soviet version of, it's the Soviet version of The Room. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. If only so. Tommy Wiseau made, uh, made The Fall of Berlin. So... I will not let Moscow foul. I will not do it. I will not. No. <laughs> I will not. Oh, hi, Joe. <laughs> yeah, oh, hi, Joe. Well, with, 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 with all this shit being said, we have to watch Downfall and do that review. Now. Yes. Yeah. I oh, mean, well, I was thinking we got to do, we got to now do the bunker and then we got to work our way up. The bunker so. is, oh, yeah, all, the bunker is basically Downfall. It's like beat for beat. Mm hmm. But yeah, we should definitely do like the, through the ages because now we this is the first one that sets. I, I agree. Drama. I agree. Yep. So let's see good. how it changed yep. throughout time. Yep. You know. I mean, I could do a. Yeah, it's, I could do yeah. a montage of every depiction of Hitler throwing the pencils. You know, like I think uh, <laughs> every uh, yeah. It'd be like this, like a four way painting, like a or like a Warhol of Mao or something. Like Grr. I don't know why this just happened, but you just said Hitler throwing the pretzels. Pretzels, fuck. Pets, <laughs> fuck. It wasn't pencils. Yeah, he did yeah, hang out he, in Bavaria a lot, he, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the pencils and all. Now I can, now I can only see. Uh, we play with the shooting cop. Yeah, <laughs> I can, I can only see him as John Wick, like taking out people with pencils. Now I don't know why. Oh uh, this is the thing that like comes that? to my mind. Uh, no, where in John a magic in, trick, in John Wick Two, where he stabs him in the eye and, stabs, oh, okay. and puts a, yeah. a earwigs him with the pencil right. and shoves it through Ooh. the through the, the counter and. But I mean, there's some painting out there of like Hitler in the streets with like a Panzerfaust of Berlin, like fighting the Russians, and it's like, yeah, the, the, fucking, you know, that must have been the, his hand would have definitely let him hit the target. It must have know, been a, yeah. hand. It must have been a documented <laughs> thing because every film I've seen that depicts Hitler in this bunker stuff like that has the moment where he throws his pencils onto the onto the map. Oh, even happened, Downfall, the Downfall, yeah, happens yeah, in Downfall yeah, yeah. Like when he's doing the yeah. famous speech. He throws them on the map. And they did oh. it in the Alec Guinness movie, and then they did it in the uh, in the bunker movie from nineteen eighty. So, 
so funny funny enough brian also when you said <laughs> trying to shoot a panther fast, what's that movie with the dude who's at the fast food and he goes postal what's that movie called with the guy with the glasses and that's what we're talking about earlier um falling down fall, yeah oh. when you said that i'm just fast food what the there's, fuck are you there's a moment where he goes i thought the customer oh, was always right he goes to a restaurant yeah, yeah he's got a tech nine yeah. the whammy yeah the tech yes. nine yeah, he's got a tech yes. nine the he's famous tech scene nine, yes. where he's like yeah, yeah. but Maybe it's picturing... called the whammy burger it's the whammy burger sorry okay. like, yes when correct. he's when he has the law and he fires into the ground and it skips off and hits the construction skite that's yeah. what i was imagining bullshit. Yep. i know bullshit. i know bullshit but i'm just saying that's what i'm imagining when you said hitler with a pants love that movie though yeah yeah hitler hitler be like <laughs> Michael J. Michael J. Fox in the streets of Berlin, you know, just fucking try to shoot a fucking Panzerfaust, just shaking. If we're talking fake '90s places to go eat, I'm definitely going to the Big Kahuna Burger. Big Kahuna know? Burger. So. I got some tasty burgers. Yeah. I hear they do. Yeah. You know? so, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Apple Red Apple cigarettes. That was the one he came up for uh, the brand mm. Tarantino's fake uh, cigarette brand. Mm. Red Apple cigarettes. <laughs> yep. But uh, I'd smoke cool. that. Everybody'd smoke that. <laughs> I'd fuck me. But anyway, yeah. uh, so again, thanks for joining us in our episode, uh, Michael. You put us through the ringer. Let's see yeah. who will torture yeah. us next. <sighs> let's not do this. Let's not do something this low caliber. You're all welcome. Well, everyone uh, is in luck because next week we're doing probably the best maritime movie ever made, at least in my opinion, Master and Commander. Yep, I agree. So, oh, pretty cool. I got the tattoo to prove it, motherfuckers. <laughs> so many people have told me I need to see that. I've never seen it before. Dude, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's really fucking... If, I like if it a you, lot. I'm not try- I hope I'm, you like plucking violins because yeah, that's what we'll be doing I, next week. I'm not trying to peer pressure you, but if you don't give this a fucking nine, I'm going to... All right. You yeah. hear a banjo at two in the morning? Oh, God, the South is here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What... <laughs> If you don't give this a nine, we're going to watch The Patriot next week. Okay, dude. Now you're pulling out the big guns. How about that? All right. How about that? Challenge accepted. If you don't give it over a nine, we watch The Patriot. Challenge accepted. Okay, fine. He's going to give it a two just so we watch The Patriot. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah, I know. No, but like in the background, Nathan's got his all, lead soldiers. All, yeah, all, <laughs> dude, are you go. fucking this yeah. up? All, all joking aside, whatever you give it, I, I can't see you not liking it. We shall see. We yeah, shall see. I think, I think the only, I think the only thing anyone can ever complain about that it is long, but it yeah. fills the longness with great filler. If like it's it, gr- it, I mean, it, yeah, that's what she yeah. said. <laughs> God damn it! I mean, right, a movie yeah, can be long, like Dos Boat's one of my favorites, and that's like four fucking yeah, hours. Yep. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 definitely it's one of those where you're like, you watch it, you don't go into it thinking it's long, or you might, but like you go and you just watch it, and you're like, holy shit, it's done. Like holy fuck, it's, it's one of those. It's definitely an adventure. I can't wait to watch it with you guys and see what people have to say. And uh, yeah. I'll end it with a quote from it. And, uh, you know, to the wives and sweethearts, may they never meet. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out. Um, fuck. I had, something, <laughs> I had something funny when I was driving today I was going to say, and I can't remember it. 
Oh, well, good, good fucking job. Oh, he's gonna say it. it. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Like 45 minutes into our recording time when we just. I know, I know. Is that I how know, the episode's know, gonna open? I had something I was gonna say, but. Well. You guys all set? I'm set. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. Jesus. Are we? Are we? <laughs> yeah. Now we're set. Now we're set. <laughs> okay. You find the right fucking hole. Got the demons out. <laughs> Exercise the demons. <laughs>